Hey everyone, Chris here. Just wanted to give a big thank you to all our supporters and listeners as we're coming up on two years with the RC After Hours show. And a special thank you to all our listeners that have stuck around for the last five years that we've been doing this janky podcast. Anyway, I wanted to give you a little bit of insight on this podcast as we sit around and bench fly for about an hour and then we have a pre-recorded interview with Ian McGregor, who is our new Hobby King go-to guy. We sit down, get to know Ian a little bit and see what's going on with Hobby King and maybe talk about a few new products. Now, if anybody has heard our previous shows that we've done with Hobby King at their Australian office, you might remember that the internet is a little janky there. So there is a little bit of the interview that uh, cuts out or you might not be able to hear Ian. So I just wanted to give you a heads up so you don't have to email me or send me messages, but it's still some good information and, and we'll get to know Ian a little bit better down the road. So that's it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. See ya. And hey, there we go. I was my phone. (laughs) Stupid phone. Alright, we got her now. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Sorry about that. Uh, if you're joining us on Facebook Live there at the beginning, we're having a little technical difficulties. If we didn't have some kind of technical difficulties, it wouldn't be right on the RC After Hours show. Um, and thanks to Anthony Miller. He says, I love Americans and coffee. No love for the Canadians. I don't know what that I know, really means. Man. But, uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. In studio today is uh, the great white hunter, Mike Coolins, who's gearing up oh, for turkey yeah. season, <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming. Yep, we saw some great trail picks <laughs> of some turkeys with long beards. And uh, snowed in still <laughs> in the great white north. Like, it's unbelievable right. how much snow this guy has in his front yard. Uh, the great, the crazy Canadian, Andre Russo. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, when hey, will you... Uh, when will you Sorry. see the grass up there? You said June? Uh, June? <laughs> you know, honestly, um, there's a lot of snow this year. Um, we didn't get more than we did last year, but we didn't have that, that rain off, uh, you know, that, that just drained a little bit away. So mm-hmm. I have snow banks that have got to be, you know, they're above the car 
in my front in, in our front lawn. So it's oh. going to be a while. It's going to be a long time. I know last year we kind of saw started seeing the grass in early April. I'm saying push that to May now. Mm-hmm. Wow. We had yeah. mud and wind. We had a yes. tornado warning yeah. in the house. And my wife, get the, well, I think I told you, I was upstairs taking a shower. Uh-huh. And uh, my, I get out of the shower and my cell phone's ringing. My mom, she's like, Mike, do you know there's a tornado warning like right where you're at? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no. So I go downstairs and I'm like, Barb, Kate. <laughs> They're already in the basement. They left I you go in the basement and I'm like, what are you doing? And we're like, yeah, we know there's a tornado. I'm like, well, gee, thanks. I'm upstairs <laughs> taking a shower during thunderstorms. And, um, so I go down and hang out with them for the next half hour yeah. in the basement. And my son's playing his Fortnite or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, gee, that's real nice. I think there's a message. I might have to work on my relationship a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Mike's in the shower. They F. Whatever the weakest one is, oh, I don't okay. know, F1 or something. Yeah. It's only got up to 80 mile an hour, but oh. they actually had eight mile stretch right by my house. I know. I was damage, watching it. I guess. Yeah. That it actually, I don't know if it touched. I didn't see the footage of it. But, right. But it was real close within a mile. I wow. Think, no kidding. Maybe two. So wow. as the pro flies. It was crazy because we actually went out biking earlier. Oh, yeah. That and was we the got, same night. Yeah. Yep. Got caught in the rain and everything. And then we get home and we're relaxing. And then all of a sudden my phone's, you know, going crazy. And they're like, tornado warning, take shelter now. And I'm like, what? And I just got my roof repaired. I'm like, this is great. You know, I just <laughs> yeah. got the face. And that worked out your reference for that person. That, uh-huh. that was great. They yeah. fixed it all up. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, well, now my whole roof's probably gone. But. Oh, man. <laughs> So yeah, it was a interesting <laughs> oh, week. Gosh. Interesting. Anyways, week. Yeah. yeah. So, Andre, I'm looking at your Skype feed, and there's something in the background that kind of looks mm. like a buffalo back there. What is it? It's very buffalo. Is the it rooster. Really? That is the Durafly, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Sweet. Oh gosh, yeah. Let me put you up on the that screen is, here. It is. It is a really nice airplane, actually. So uh, nice. this is something we talked about long before. I have not flown it actually. I was, I'd intended to go flying, um, but either I was unavailable or the weather conditions. Like we had fifty kilometer hour winds yesterday and stuff, so it didn't happen. But it is all set. It is all balanced and bound to my radio system um i think it is a nice i think it's a nice looking airplane and like i love some we've we've talked with steve so much about this thing Mm -hmm. uh it's the right size it's a 3s 2200 plane it's got these little thumb grips for your you know when you throw it um i will, will probably end up putting a little bit of protection on the bottom parts you know for landing so uh-huh. it doesn't get so scuffed up yeah but overall um, i mean your basic four channel um belly no it's more than four channel yeah it, it's you know it's it's all four controls so five channel six channel radio and it does come with a pod an extra canopy ladies and gentlemen really i pointed this out look at oh, that yeah for fpv an extra open FPV canopy. So I put in an eight channel FR sky receiver uh-huh. so I can wire the sky up and go FPV. And so it, this is something I always wanted to do with my old Park Zone T28, but I never walked up the courage to land because the T28's prop is so long that I figured I would just be destroying props on landing. So this is something that you definitely can, you know, get into and, and enjoy because you just, you know, throw it and go. So it's, 
you know, you'll be able to get a little bit. Um, I bet that's a good FPV experience with that thing too. I think so too. I mean, you'll get the prop for the reference. Sure. I mean, we all know the wings are nice, but yeah. I can do a full pan and tilt head. You know, put my mm-hmm. remote into my, uh, you know, my uh, tracking, uh, my head, my. Um, That'd be cool. My fat sharks yeah. with the uh, Dominator stuff, not the Dominator, but the Trinity tracking system that's mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. So you can so look I, over the wing know, and stuff. That'll and be nice. You'll see it on the feed there, but it, you know, the dash has got gauges. a little bit. Yep. It's got some gauges, so you can give yourself a good little reference. The only thing they don't do, and I giggled, is there's no magnet, so you got to put your own magnet into the <laughs> oh, camera. That's funny. Uh, wow. I wonder if it's supposed to. Ha- yeah, Maybe I wonder if it's really off. supposed to have one. Well, I mean, the other one was taped in, and, uh-huh. you know, it's got lots of room. So I've never actually looked at one of your F4U uh, um, uh, Wildcats before. It looks a lot like it, really. Well, this is it. This is it. So this would be something we could definitely fly. Um, I had hoped to get the, the pre-war yellow yep. uh, Felix, but this one has grown on me. This one Good. is definitely Try not to me. damage it, because I would like to do some... Uh... Fine yeah. with F four U, yeah, that, that would be pretty. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll definitely. I'll be. This one will definitely. I'll, I'll be keep my there. distance. You won't have to worry. We don't have to do formation <laughs> flying or anything. Oh no, we can get close with these. <laughs> the wings won't come off on these. Not like a radiator, right? Uh, and and uh, like a couple people already mentioned, it has a pilot figure. I yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks like the standard FMS dude, though. Yeah, yeah. Poor but guy. either way, it's still you know like I'm gonna I'll put the pod in there, and this is something I think I would rather fly FPV than, than say the T28. Uh huh. Just seems a little. Yeah. Um, seems to uh, be just with you tossing around, it seems very light. Yeah, it's yeah. not a it's not a heavy plane. I, I the box is in behind, so I don't have the stats in front of me, but it's not a big machine, and I'm gonna fly it off. Um, uh, I think I'm using a graphene. I did it for my CG with a graphene uh, 3s2200, mm-hmm. and I'll check my A specs, and I'm sure with the lighter batteries it'll also fly. So, no, mm-hmm. nice fit and finish. It's pretty decent, pretty simple. You know, this is, and you know, out of the international store, um, it was like a hundred. It was sub hundred dollars. Oh, so, nice. I think it's 130 in the states. I think somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. So it's, now you uh, just need you know, the weather to cooperate to have fun with. Well, it. this yeah. is it. This is, I was all ready for the Saturday, and then it's sure. like you know, just just silly, windy, uh, and cold. So you yeah. know, it looked a little better in the afternoon, but by then I had committed to so my other projects. So mm-hmm. I was on the bench, everything working away. But it's all set up and ready to go, and I, I'm looking forward to it. Really simple, clean, plain, plain. Uh, like the colors and. Yeah, I think uh, I think this one will be in the fleet for a little bit as we test it yeah. and endure it and see what lifespan can I didn't we get out of it. You were so. going to get one in your hands because I was I know I mentioned it a couple times talking with with Hobby King and yeah. stuff. So now that I liked it, Andre, are you surprised? I am a little bit. We you know we've obviously know Steve well and talked to him a lot. We know his thoughts and thinkings. And and again, this could be something that hobby king didn't want him to do or something but after talking about the p51 the new one from motion and it's a three or four cell belly lander you know something right up our alley uh are you surprised that this isn't uh four cell capable that you could run either or or and is there even room to stuff a four cell in there pretty little uh you know what i think in fact i have a 4s on my bench up there on the other side uh i think you could Get away with a 4S in here? Like, I mean, this thing is cavernous. It's got tons with, of room. With, with the wings handle, um, that kind of... Well, that's, well, that's my question, you know. I wonder... Yeah, you know, it's got a... 
It has a 40 amp ESC. The motor isn't huge either, and it is spinning a uh, 10 inch prop, which is kind of interesting. 10 by 5. Wow, that's um, pretty good size. So you might so, have to prop it down a little bit if you're. Maybe oh, I think I, if I went to 4S, yeah, I would. But yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm of the impression that um, they went with a certain market line and drew a line there. And I think mm-hmm. it was one of those. Let's try and get this thing under $100 and see what we can do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got a feeling that if they had gone with that motor, the different motor combination, and tried to, you know, change it up mm-hmm. so they could do a four S, I think it would have pushed it over, you know. So mm-hmm. I think but it's going to run well on three S. Oh no, there's no. It looks like it's smaller than F or U, and and ours, I know, are slow flyers, but that's probably going to have more speed than even F or U, I would imagine, on a three cell. Not mine, because mine's hopped up. Mine definitely. Yeah, I know yours is I think I think it outperformed it the original actually as you can well, see I mean, mine hanging there it's got a big old prop on it yeah, yeah. it's not stock and then yeah, what's funny was it, it looks stock though oh no well i mean besides the motor esc and prop it is all stock but and if you remember this i remember you hyping that up oh yeah baby of course <laughs> you gotta be yeah. kidding me. it's not as fast as a p51 but uh <laughs> but what was funny was that that prop on that plane and on the P51 like yours is stock it's so flexible mm-hmm. and even when you did hop it up I had that prop on it for a while it would just physically bend <laughs> and make funny <laughs> noises as you were flying it because it, it became like a blender blade yeah, exactly <laughs> Exactly, because it would just <laughs> make all kinds of weird noise. It was terrible. I did terrible. not know you hyped. We never flew them together, so I never yeah. realized. I don't know if I've ever seen you fly that, actually. That could be. I, I still, honestly, Mike, I still should buy a stock one just to have. While they know, still have yeah, them available. Yeah, and then we could fly together, you know, stock to stock. Because I, I just hate I feel it. like we're just doing all this talk, and we're never flying ever again, personally. <laughs> it's winter so I don't. Time. I don't believe a word you're saying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's it. It has been like I honestly, the last time I got out flying was December thirty first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a horrible winter, yeah. and there've been a couple days. And like honestly, I can count the number of days where it was flyable. You know, number of days on one hand where it was flyable, but I wasn't available or just wasn't feeling up to going flying. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, it is what it is. But you know, it's got to end eventually, right? Winter has to end eventually. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this thing, though. Uh, Anthony Miller says something great. He says, you got to love anything that will fly on 3S 2200s. And I think, you know, I think that's important still. Um, yeah, there's still people funny, that have uh, a lot of those packs available. And they're now. so well, cheap now. It, it, uh, people the, are yes converting no. to 4 cell, yes but if no. you're like me, I don't, I don't have that many 4 cell. I'm yeah. still a 3S 3 cell yeah. favorite. I, I'm, I'm looking at the batteries and everything, and I, I'm like looking going, you know, I could honestly do with some more 3S 1300s mm-hmm. um, because I seem to have a lot of aircraft. I don't know what the state of my higher C-rated 3S 2200s are right now because I haven't really tortured them in the last little while. So I'm kind of like, eh, I may mm-hmm. have to actually put some investment into some, into some fresh packs this year. And I would love for that little Tomahawk, I would love some more 4S 1000s, but you oh, start yeah. looking at, you know, you're still into $30 a battery or so mm-hmm. these days, I find. So it's it has changed. Well, that, I mean, I do have a ton of 3S 2200 Zippy Compacts, but they're low C ratings, and yeah. we know what we do with low yeah, C rating batteries, right. unfortunately, you know? Yeah. Will that um, handle a 3-cell 1300, too? That plane you're It probably on. would, but you probably wouldn't get yeah. much time, time out of it. Yeah. I don't think you'd get your CG. I don't think you would, uh, you, you know. move it forward I don't, enough, huh? 
Probably. I mean, you probably could add weight and everything, but I, I think I think what you would run into is I don't think you would get the flight time and or you might not get the penetration in the wind. Yeah. You know that. Remember, that's what we were experiencing with my last last May there with the Tomahawk. You know, mm-hmm. it was it flew okay on the three S for three S thirteen hundred, but on the four S one thousand, the power was there, so we could actually you know get through the wind. See, Without it, it was you really came with lobby. a par- I think a Park Zone thirteen hundred three cell, if I remember correctly. Yes, correct. That is so correct. it has the lighter pack and that yep. for a larger frame. You know, right, it's definitely a slower flyer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. you're right, you're right. And then I yeah. think we stepped it up, went thirteen. And then eighteen hundred, and then eventually stopped well, I at never twenty-two. Did. You, you did oh, on yours. You, you I, I always never, flew I've always with flown a thirteen hundred. Wow! Yeah, oh wow! Yeah, I've never had a bigger battery than that, and I have so much fun with it at just the stock level. Right. Hmm, no, it is. They are nice looking airplanes. I'm super excited, you know, and um, I know our, our the friend of the podcast, uh, uh, Eddie Black, is mm-hmm. enjoying his um, P fifty one. Yes, the yeah. the Flightline P fifty one. He's really enjoying it. So, I mean, these are all in the sub nine hundred millimeter wingspan kind of aircraft. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's great that we actually see two or three different ones. Um, and you know, yeah, we'll, uh, I think next week we'll. For sure. Oh, this is it. This yeah, is it. It's up perfect. there with you know somebody you know the the flight test planes and stuff, and and it's just simple. I have to laugh though. I I have to laugh at the fact that I was trying to add models to my poor uh, FR Sky Radio, and again I ran into memory. I had to clear stuff off and back oh stuff up. So I think. Oh, uh, it was just like, oh, I had gotten rid of six models and then I probably added, you know, a couple scratch builds and everything. And I'm just like, I need to seriously look at a radio for 2019. Um, obviously, I'll stick with the man with FR Sky because, hold on. Um, just putting down an airplane, don't break a prop. Um, because. I just I'm, I've got such an investment in those receivers, but sure. it's just like I'm sitting here going, "Come on!" And it's not even that you know it's out of spaces. It's just it physically run out of memory because once you start adding in mixes and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. the file size, the actual profile just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So you know, yeah. So I mean, I can theoretically only hold forty planes in the menu, and I've got more than forty planes. Sure. <laughs> I understand I guess, that. I understand that completely because yeah. going your models fill your radio, and then you have it almost forces you to upgrade. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I ran into that three times now with radios. Yeah, well, you should years. be good for the rest of your flying career, at least the next <laughs> couple I, of years, man. Know, if unless, I, if unless I figure spe- out how to operate the thing, yeah. <laughs> I haven't played with it. The only way Spectrum's going to gonna get you is if they change their protocol or something, yeah. and all of a sudden all your receivers are null and void, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, this is probably going to be the phone call podcast. I see Eddie Black is uh, he's joining us here on Facebook. Maybe I'll give him a call. He can talk a little bit about that P fifty one. Give us just a little more fine. insight. I mean, we don't have a lot of content, so and then work, uh, work out great. we're going to call Adam Drain here in a little bit. Talk to him. He is like the the SWAT meet king. Oh, that's amazing. Kills me. Yeah. Kills me with the guy. You know, I should almost just send him money and say, here, yeah. buy me a bunch of airplanes Hook and when I come home. Yep. Right. That's what I need to do too. Yeah. Bill Decker says time for a new SD card. It's a bit, Bill, it's not the uh, it's not the SD card. The SD card is fine. It's the base memory of the radio itself. I I fill that up with all the models, right? So even if I'm transferring stuff into backup and restore, um, you you just run out of space. So even though it says you can hold fifty aircraft, as soon as you start building up those profiles and everything, it just bleh. Yeah. So it. 
it just doesn't want to, it doesn't want to play nice. So I've just, you know, I've just surpassed a radius. So I would probably, if, if, um, if I was a crazy betting person, I would probably say like, a um, an, a, a t- X 10 S or something mm-hmm. like that. The new, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to give Eddie call black. We'll see. We're going to call, call oh, Eddie oh. black and see if he answers the phone. <laughs> He's oh, he's yet. he said I'm working in the Toyota plant, so I couldn't. Oh, sorry, Eddie. We, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll hang up on you. <laughs> I just seen he was he was uh, Where on he the, live on the. Uh, he's yeah, he's working, watching us on Facebook Live. So sorry about. Oh, that, he's Eddie. at work. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, like, lordy, that's funny. All right, no big deal. <sighs> I just thought I'd like to get a little insight. I on- saw Fr- Fred Provo said I was out lurking in Florida again. A, a skunk ape. A skunk ape? I didn't see that. That's what they call that. The Sasquatch. Oh. (laughs) No, it's not me again. Uh, Um, Well, what we wanted to. Oh. Uh, What we wanted to talk about coming up uh, is the annual Week Signal show in Toledo that we venture up every year. Um, Mm -hmm. But we look more forward to the pizza now, right? Yeah, I think we do. Yeah, going up and uh, uh, hanging (laughs) out with people we, you know, like Adam, we only see once or twice a year. And and the show has seemed to have gotten smaller and smaller. And, you know, I think we've talked about that before. I just wonder if they're going to have that big side with the drones again where they consume half. Yeah, half the show. And then the other third of the show is selling wax for your cars (laughs) and sunglasses. and selling wax. (laughs) He was like right out of an infomercial. I know. I mean, he was so in your face. Yes. It was like, oh, Lordy. And I'm just like, what? What? Are, what is going on? This is supposed to be an RC show, and they're selling wax and it's sunglasses. Like, what is that and, was it Billy Zane or something? Yeah, Billy Zane. Yeah. <laughs> or, the, or what was the other one? That towel that they used to sell. The Sham Wow. Sham <laughs> Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you guys going to, if you. Um, I'd say you should try and corner some of the manufacturers. You know, take your phone and have a little one-on-one interview right then and there. We could probably do that. Yeah, I don't see why. That would that be with Matt funny. Here, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, he's we, always good to talk mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, let's. Uh, while we're sitting here waiting, I'll try to get Adam on. We'll talk a little bit about the Toledo show and his. Uh, I th- I think he lives literally lives for. Swap me for swaps. Uh, which swap? Well, he'll he'll tell us if we get a hold of him. I don't know which one he went to exactly. I don't either. Uh, where are you at, there, buddy? There you are. All right, so let's uh let's give Adam a call. See if he answers. <laughs> Who else can we call? This will be the RC after call, hours cold call. Cold call. call, call, call. We gotta call David. You know. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me. <laughs> Adam Drain, you are live on the RC After Hours show. How are you, buddy? Good. Good. You are the swap meat master. Like the deals he finds. I don't understand whether it's on Craigslist or I don't know if you uh search the um what do you the um oh I'm losing my mind. You know eBay the, or no Craigslist? not eBay, uh the obituaries and then call <laughs> You know, look for the (laughs) the recently deceased. (laughs) Greg was a long life RC enthusiast. Mm, Let me write that address down. Oh, you're killing me! (laughs) So wrong. No, he is. He is. But how do you how do you do it? You just you never know. You never know when someone's 
there's so many outlets where people post stuff for sale. You got Facebook Marketplace now. Uh-huh. Craigslist been around a while. Matter of fact, I think more people post on the Marketplace. I agree. On Facebook than Craigslist anymore. I honestly. agree. Yeah. Then you got apps like LetGo, uh-huh. which I, I, I stopped watching that, that nobody really mm-hmm. posts too much aviation stuff on that. Yeah. But. Yeah. So how how do you where do you usually find most of your stuff? Well, Is it where on was this last swap meet you went to? I didn't get that where where you were at. The see you got to go if you do you ever watch American Pickers. Yes. You got to go with the you got to go with the bundle. The bundle. The oh, got gotcha. you. I got you. <laughs> bundle. Oh, so like yesterday we went to a, a swap meet in uh, in Columbus. Uh huh. And uh, I picked up my brother and went. And then it was funny because my brother said, the only reason you wanted me to go is to help you carry this crap out of the car. That's true. He's the bellboy yeah. <laughs> carrying your luggage. So I, I come across this table, and here sits this uh, Park Zone ME109. Yep. And, uh, you know, I got one for pretty cheap. Yes. And uh, you gave me a lot of crap about that. Yes. So the guy had like $30 marked on it. And uh, he could tell I was looking at it. He said, oh, come on, just just take it. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. $20 is me. $20. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, don't but go said, there. Hold on. Hold on. Let, let, me call, let me call somebody real quick. Then I called you. It, it, it almost sounded like you were still asleep. You're like, what? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I said, okay, you just bought yourself an ME109. Yep, yep. So I'll nice. have a park so zone. It's actually in pretty good shape, I, I will admit. Uh, you got to get a, a, a prop uh, nut to keep the prop on mm-hmm. and maybe glue the nose coat on. If I, I read and, uh, correctly, they had the receivers in them too, correct, on your post? What's that? You had the receivers in them as well? Yeah. That's what I thought. And then, yeah, the... It had a crack ring. It's repaired good. The only thing is, I, I popped open the hatch, and I've never seen this before. But it's got a Castle Creations ESC. Oh wow! And uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know this was possible. Instead of soldering the ESC connectors to the motor, mm-hmm. they they just twisted them together. <laughs> Like wing nuts. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> wing nuts stuff. No, no, I'll send you a picture. No, they just twist them together. They were bare? Like what you do with a with a electrical nut. Almost. Yeah. Did they use electrical tape to wrap the one when they twisted yeah, it? Yeah, there's electrical tape. Yeah. You gotta leave it like well, that, Chris. You have like to leave it like that. It's not straight. Oh. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a sled. And- <laughs> oh, my. I was that plane in one piece. Rush- <laughs> it's German roulette. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> And you, get, and you get a spare prop. I like that. Wow, German roulette. Yeah, I'll take care of that. But I'm I'm super excited. Looking, they had this. Uh, they had this um, A10 that uh, he told me he makes it. I can't. I cannot figure out. Uh, I've been looking online to figure out who made this kit. He told me, and then I I just completely forgot. That's like a a profile type of indoor job. Hmm. But it's got five gram servos. It's got a orange DSM2 receiver. It's got all the electronics, and I paid ten bucks for it. Wow! <laughs> I think for it the- even has LEDs in the 
in the ducted fan spots. Mm-hmm. I think for the Toledo show, which you're coming up to, I'm going to bundle all of Chris's planes, and you can buy them all in one bundle. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a real good deal. You might well, want to get a trailer. <laughs> Here's the problem. The problem with that show is, is it's always the same crap every year. Yes. Yeah, I know. yeah, we were just talking about That's that. That's how Worcester is, too, which is local to us. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so, so then I moved on to the bundle. This uh, guy had racks of planes. And I was looking at, uh, he sold, he had a B-25 I really wanted. He mm-hmm. sold that already. Mm-hmm. But he had this... Uh, I think it was made by Hobby Lobby, this F-15 ducted fan. Hobby Lobby. Wow. That's going back a little and bit. And it was in good shape. I mean, it's, it looks like it's kind of crummier, older foam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's no yeah, break. Uh, and it looked really good. And I think he had uh, 60 bucks on that. And then he had this... Uh, was that the I'm F-15? I'm not sure makes this... Did you, yeah, you, you said you damaged that in transport. How bad? You said you was going to epoxy it or something. What part busted on you in transporting Oh, it? yeah, that's the ME-109. I'll, I'll have that fixed up. Oh, uh, that Chris was the ME-109. Okay. Just don't tell him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought it was the F-15. And then I got the, sure. uh, the Sky Ray, which is pretty a rare model. He wanted 50 bucks for that, and it's nearly perfect, too. The only uh, – I don't got batteries, and he's got Dean connectors, but – Oh, I love Dean. Send them my way. Jeez, please, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll cut these off. No. Happy birthday, Mike. Bring me a pocket full of Deans yeah, when you come to you'd the love it. <laughs> Nobody wants them things. Uh, and I'm, and I'm fully that, committed uh, at this point, you know. <laughs> yeah, Put me in a padded true. cell because yeah. that's all I have is Dean. I got connectors. the uh, FW190, the same one that uh, Andre got, which I think uh Dynam. Dynam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which uh, he told me that had flaps, but after looking, at it, he doesn't have them cut out. They're just oh. there to use. Well, he didn't lie. It had flaps. He didn't lie. Yeah, yeah. And everybody, he always, he said on all, oh, it comes with respect to receivers, respect to receivers. Well, they're all DSF two. Oh, which is okay. I don't fly. I don't fly with other people very rarely. So yeah, but were they DX two? Fine for me. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, you don't want to do like a, a jet or a jet, uh, what is it, world record. Oh, no. <laughs> no world record. Planes. No, no. I found out the hard no, way. No, no, you don't go play fast with DSM-2. I took mine off. I'm like, I had a DX-2, and I'm like instantly just went, mm, <laughs> out, out of sight. You know, just kept going straight. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. But I got no. all five planes for like 130 bucks. Wow. Oh, man. How many planes? Five, was it? Yeah. Five planes Five. for him. But I need to go shopping with him. He would be awesome. Well, that's to the shop thing. That's with. that's why I wanted to have Adam on because yeah. a lot of people, you know, don't have the money or, or the funds or whatever to go out and buy brand new planes. So, really, if you just kind of look around a little bit, go There's to these swap finds. meets, marketplace, or, you know, uh, there are some really good deals. And, you know, like even if somebody came to our like little. You sold. Nice good planes stuff cheap for, for, for really good price you just had your fun with them and wanted to pass right. them on I yeah mean, you find people like that and it's it's great yeah absolutely so adam what is your favorite place to to look for planes is it the marketplace or is it still craigslist or how how do you actually find these deals Mar- marketplace has been the go-to so far uh-huh i may have to in, check it in out recent time use, use facebook marketplace i've never been to their website so i may check that out yeah 
That's interesting. And and a little tip. I'll leave you with a little tip. Uh-huh. We're going to swap meet. A little swap meet season's ending. But a little tip for next year. Go half an hour before it says it opens. Yes. That is a great tip. Yes. That happened at our swap meet is a lot of the good stuff gets sold before they actually even open the doors. We mm-hmm. did we have found that out. Yeah. In fact I sold one. As yeah. soon as I walked in. And, and the funny thing is with the swap meet, Adams, you, you probably figured this out. It's either you get the really good stuff half hour before they open the doors or you get the really great deals a half hour before they close their doors. Either end is good. Yeah, right, right, right. So yep, either end is good. If they don't want to put it back in the vehicle like in your state, <laughs> yeah, right. you really bring the price down. Like They just don't want to pack it up and take it back with them. Yeah. So. So, Adam, the uh, annual Toledo show is coming up, which we're uh, going to be going to. Yeah, I can't wait yep. to get together, hang out. Um, so what do you think this year? Uh, you think it's going to be worse than it was last year or about the same? Or you, I think it's going to be interesting to see Horizons booth because now that they bought out you know, Great Plains and Tower Hobby and everything, is it just going to be the Horizon show up there? Because really they're the only big – Manufacturer, they're going to be drone racing. I wonder. Oh, I'm sure there probably is at, at one point. But what do you think the show's going to be like up there this year, Adam? I think it would be. I, I'm interested that Motion still doesn't come and set up a booth or Hobby King, mm-hmm. which I believe, if you saw pictures from the, uh, uh, what's the expo in the east? Is it AMA Expo? Oh, that's in the west in California. No, there's one on the east that they just had. Oh, I don't know. I know they do a big show out in California that I, I thought am that surprised was the Hobby AMA. King doesn't shut the, the Toledo show. Well, the one they just had, uh, I noticed Hobby King had a big setup there. Uh huh. So I'm curious to what as to I wonder why they set up at, at that show, but they don't set up at this show. I yeah. wonder if it's just a locality thing, closer. Yeah, That's New York. Question. Like, like they're 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 public. Well, not public affairs, but like they still have an office out of New York, some, right? So they still have a little tiny presence there. Online uh, outlet. Yeah. Have products, especially Motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With as much well, Motion, and I, I, it's and funny because I've having, asked James about. To, um, need to see a lot of those models in person. Yes, I agree. Go ahead, Andre. What were you going to say? I was saying, uh, we, we've talked to James about like you know going to Flight Fest and everything, but uh, there he he only has the budget because he's got to rent. They've got to rent a vehicle and everything, so it costs him a considerable amount of money to send someone like him to an event. So I think right now they're focused on the two events at Joan All. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, it's I agree with you, Adam. I, you know, Week Signals has been around for a long time, but um, but even before that, we used to go to the and I can't remember the name of it. Uh, they used to have it in Chicago for a while, then I know it moved down into Orlando area. But it was um, uh, like a show for everything. Not only did they have RC, they had you know the train stuff, the modeling stuff, the uh, robot wars. I mean, it was a whole giant. Like you spent two days there. Like you could go through, uh, you know, cars, trucks, planes, uh, helicopter. They had everything. Almost like an there. IX Center type. Of yeah, thing. exactly. And man, we used to go to that every year, and it was just fantastic. You spent a couple days there, uh, and and you got to see more than just RC stuff. And I think it moved down into Orlando now, but it was in Chicago for years, and it was fantastic. And I don't know why they don't do 
something like that again. It seemed to have uh, disappeared. But yeah, I, I agree. I don't know why more of these manufacturers don't. Uh, you know, have obviously there's a big show on the West Coast. You know, have something on the East Coast that um, people can come and see this stuff and check it out. I personally, again, we've talked to um, James about this, and uh, we've talked to Steve a little bit about it. And it, like Adam mentioned, they you know it's not in the budget anymore. When people want these planes and they want them bigger, better, at cheaper price and everything, that it's just not in the budget to you know do stuff like this but i honestly it makes a for me and a lot of other people it's a is a presence you know when you see those planes and touch them and taste them and you know talk to the developers a little bit you you have a more appreciation for that and it and it kind of leans you toward more towards their products i think personally so Uh, that that was my experience there with the e-flight commander i mean Mm -hmm. that was a year uh they that the first year that uh, horizon was at flight fest and i got to see the plane in person i knew i was kind of on the cusp but like seeing a box at the store versus actually you know seeing it in person it's a whole other experience so yeah yeah so like i said it'll be interesting to see i haven't looked at the vendor list or anything and i'll probably do that here shortly but uh it'll be interesting to see what horizon does up there since they kind of own everything and that was the two big presents up there was yeah habico and uh horizon Horizon. hobby they were like always across yeah right 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 uh so it'll be interesting but hopefully it's i want to see it improve a little bit it just seems like the last few years it's kind of gone downhill a little bit and i'm just tired of seeing you know People selling wax and sunglasses and <laughs> that kind of stuff at, at a at an RC show. You know what or I mean? Those supermodel ladies, yeah, right, <laughs> selling you know, whatever they're right. doing. <laughs> yeah, CNC machines. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else there's. Just, you know, so, so, but, so ahead, I guess no the wonder. question we should ask Adam is what What is the one plane he still hasn't found that he's that he's looking for? What's his white? You know, his white elephant. Is that the right word or, yeah, or whatever? That's a good question. Is he still there? Did he? Hello? Adam? Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that, oh, you, you have to repeat Andre's question because I can't hear Andre. Oh, uh, uh, he wanted to know what is the uh, the white elephant, the plane that you've been kind of looking searching for, searching for. for? Is there one, something used, discontinued that you haven't found? I want a cheap, good-looking, really big Piper Cub. Oh, really? That's was- electric. That's that's what I want. Oh, I was thought for sure he was going to say some kind of B seventeen, but there. Put a <laughs> well, here's the thing: there a firecracker. In it. <laughs> they actually had one. A guy had one at my local swap meet. Uh-huh. It was a giant. I think it was it was clip wing though, so it wasn't perfect. But uh, never flown. He had three hundred dollars on it. He was the last guy to leave the swap meet. Uh, my buddies had talked him down to 200. Wow. And But it was this god-awful color yellow. Mm-hmm. Like, it was not cup yellow. And I would not buy it because I cannot, I can't live with that color. Yeah, yeah. It was like the neon oh. yellow. It was, it was awful. Wow. So but one of the other club members bought it. Oh, man. So you're kind of looking maybe like for an older uh, Hangar 9, you know, uh, large yeah, scale cup. I, I actually last year, two years ago at the swap meet that I just went to, this guy had a huge cub, and we're talking six foot, seven foot wingspan, and it was uh, fabric covered. It wasn't. Oh wow! So 
solar tax or whatever. Yeah. And it looked it looked really neat. It didn't have a motor or anything, and the guy had like fifty bucks on it. Wow. And I looked at it. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go over here and look at this table real quick, and then I'll probably go run back by it and take it home. It was gone. And, and we're talking a matter of three to five minutes, <clears> and it was gone. Oh. So the guy behind me bought it. Oh. Jeez. That's yeah, that, that's tip number two for squat meat. Yeah. If you see no it, hesitation. Like, buy it because it won't be there when you come back. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've seen that happen too. So wow, that's and, interesting. And worst case if if it's a mistake purchase, you live oh, with it for until the next swap. That something's for sale on Facebook. I gotta go get it. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Just popped up. All right. Watch. Oh my lord. All right, Adam. <laughs> hey, we'll we'll let you go. We're gonna see you in a couple weeks. Yep. Thanks for popping yep. on the show here, real quick, and uh, hanging out with us. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Good purchase. Yeah. All right. See you soon. Right. Take care of that F15. <laughs> talk to you later. Oh, there we go, Adam Green. Everybody, <laughs> what a he's crazy. he's still buying even as we speak. Uh, what were you going to say, Andre? I don't know. I was telling him that he had to keep take care of that F-15 for me. I want to fly it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, good good job. Uh, let's see. What else can we... Oh, I know what we could talk about here. Let me pull it up. Hobby King's got some stuff. Oh, wait. We got to talk about this real quick. Somebody sent me a link, and I just thought it was rather funny and interesting, and it's super cheap, and, it, and if you got kids or something... <laughs> <laughs> on Banggood, and I think there's some other sites too that are selling it. Uh, e Machine has this two axis RC stunt paraglider with flight mode, attitude hold, drone quadcopter ready to fly. And I'm not really sure how this thing works, uh, but it's interesting. <laughs> so if you go to, to um, I'll put this up on the big screen. If you go to Banggood and search in E Machine RC Stunt Paraglider, it <laughs> will pop up. And it's just this little kind and of. And it has a pilot. Yeah, it does have a pilot. <laughs> a quadcopter with a pilot. A full figure pilot, too. Yeah. Let me read about it here first, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it. Comes with its own radio. So you're getting a, a four channel quadcopter, runs on a. 3.7 volt, 300 milliamp battery, which is included. About seven minutes of flight time. Mode two, distance is 50 meters. It's a two-axis flying skateboard design available in blue or green. Two-in-one flight mode, transform RC stunt to a paraglider. One key demonstration function, that paraglider mode, which increases playability to have more fun. Press and hold the speed switch button, then turn on the power to enter a parachute mode. However, be aware that rolling is not supported in this mode. The speed will be slowed down. Also has an attitude hold mode function that provides stable flight. One key takeoff and landing. Easy for beginners. Emergency stop to protect, protect the drone from any damage. 360 degree flip and rolls. Lift off in stunt board mode. Uh, obviously note the paraglider mode is not supported with this. Three level flight speed switch. Seven minutes flying time, 2.4 gigahertz uh, anti-interference radio. Mm, can extend, descend, forward, backwards, left, right, fly, sideways, and rolling 360. Six-axis gyro. Quadcopter fuselage made of high-strength, resistant, engineering, plastic, lightweight, and durable. Uh, so we're going to throw a few pictures up. I just thought it was different. Uh, here you have a little kind of like quadcopter with a guy standing on it. 
and it's uh, looks like a skateboard. I just thought it'd be funny to see this thing flying around the house or like outside, probably in low wind. So, but if you look at it, Andre, it's it is a quadcopter, but it's unique. It has one motor up and one motor down on each side. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I wonder. Well, they, and are they offset? I couldn't tell from the photos. They are slightly offset, so that's how it's achieving its balance. So yeah, it must be just on the. It must be just on the edge for for its like you know it, its stabilization on one axis. You know, mm-hmm. it's got to be close. <laughs> yeah, but it looks neat. It looks neat. It does look kind of cool. I'd like to see more, more, a little bit more of this stuff in a higher grade, just for fun. I think the kids would enjoy it. You know, kind of like what Horizon is doing with their little, um, what you yeah, the Swifts, yeah, the switches, the, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Uh, I just thought it was funny. I just wanted to mention. I'll throw a few pictures up here. There's a bottom shot of them paragliding. <laughs> it's just funny. It's got to fly probably pretty slow. I would imagine. Um, and it's only $22. So like what's 20 bucks? You can't even go out to eat for 20 bucks. And you know, it, it, I would think it'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah. So I was hoping they had a video of it. Two axis flying skateboard design transformed from RC stunt to paraglider. One key demonstration. Looking scrolling through here. Little remote speed switch. Automatic demonstration mode, flip mode, emergency stop. It's <laughs> emergency got, stop. Yeah, that is kind of funny. Sometimes <laughs> I'd probably do more damage. I don't know. Uh, forward trimming, backward trimming. So, what was the automatic? This I missed that demonstration. The dem- I guess you hit the button. It must just do a little hands-free demonstration, so you're not uh, controlling it. I'm guessing. It is kind of neat looking. Anyway, I just thought I'd yep. mention that real quick. All right, moving on. Uh, Hobby King has brought out the... Actually, two. It's the Hobby King C-47 Skytrain Military Transport. Uh, or they also make the DC-3. And we'll pull that up in a minute. I was surprised to see this. And when I first seen them, Andre, I thought they were little. But this is not a little plane for $183 here in the U.S., yeah, 1,600 mil. Now, they've had this airplane out before. They had a Skytrain previously. So I yes. don't know if it's just a re-release of this aircraft. I don't remember. Um, but uh, it, it's a big airplane. If I, The problem with the last one, as I recall, was um, it was a 4S plane right away, and it, was, it ran these really tiny props. So mm-hmm. I think this is probably just a continuation of this one. I'm not so sure about the landing gear, though. I looked at a couple of the photos. Yeah, it looks really like the, the wire gear like coming the, out. Yeah, I don't even know if it's... Uh, I'm just trying to see what, what it says. Uh, six transmit. Yeah, it's probably got retracts and it everything, does. but they look so... They look so thin. Yeah, it so. does have retracts, and I'll read about it here. Uh, the C-47 arrives fully molded EPO foam, bolt-together, plug-and-fly format, Accurate representation. Uh, it includes three sets of decals in the box, American, British, and Russian. <laughs> Host of other features, including working retracts, LED wingtip and landing lights, and a large removable battery hatch and working... F- oh, it has flaps too, Andre. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, uh, included is the counter-rotating propellers. 
Uh, let's see. Flying the C-47 is a great treat. Large tail surfaces, light wing loading, plenty of power, ample washout, all combined to a docile handling airplane. Fly slow, fast. This thing looks great from all angles and any speed. Military colors are, if they are not, we also offer it in silver DC-3 military version that also includes three decal sets. When you think about it, we've made a complete package. Scale looks excellent handling color and decal options at a price that's quite affordable um so yeah like you said 1600 millimeter wing length weight is 1700 grams six nine gram servos two 25 gram servos two 20 amp speed controllers and two 2215 960 kv outrunner motor six channel transmitter and receiver and four cell thirty three hundred to four thousand battery. Mm. Yeah. So I uh, yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure if they maybe went through and redid the airplane and brought it back out. What is funny though is they just released these I'd say two, three days ago. And on their site already, both of them are out of stock. So I don't know if they went that fast and sold out or if they had a little issue or something. And they're on back order. I'm not 100% sure. I was... Uh, yeah. Ah, I'm green or silver. Well, I'd probably take the military one. Uh, that's I me. like the green one. You like the green one? Yeah. Does it have a picture of the other one? Yes. Let me see if I can pull up the other one here we, real quick. Yeah. No, I prefer the green one. It looks nice. I mean, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, it looks like something they had before. Um, it'd be kind of fun to put the, you know, hatch door on a, on a servo and everything. But, uh, I I think I've seen, I've seen a couple of them fly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think there was one or two that that were here locally from the, from the guys, but I would definitely get the green one if I was to be picking up one. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, trying to look at the reach. Oh, I guess same retracts. just different, different, uh, color scheme. I was going to see if I could read in here real quick. Um, I don't see it in here. Anyway, all right. So there you have it. That is the Hobby King uh, DC3 or um, Sky Train. Yeah, Sky Train. So two two different color schemes here. Hmm, interesting. Okay, on to one of our favorites here that we talked about with, uh, oh, and I, I'll mention this in a little bit. We had a little podcast with Ian McGregor from Hobby King uh, that we'll probably put uh, into this show. This show is probably going to be a little shorter than usual. Uh, there ain't a whole lot of stuff going on. Uh, so we did a little podcast with Ian from Hobby King just to get to know him a little bit and see, you know, what's going on, what they're doing in the restructuring and everything. So we'll probably add that into this podcast um, for listening. Anyway, he was telling us about the release of the... Uh, that hurts the eyes. Oh, come on, Mike. This thing is fantastic. Oh. Uh. Painful, absolutely painful. Hey, hey, Mike, did you uh, know the pink won? The pink won the uh, the poll. Oh gosh, you're kidding! It's probably it, just it was it's a, it was a landslide. It yeah, it's, it was yeah. a landslide too. It was like even though uh, I voted for the yellow one ten times, it still lost. <laughs> oh my gosh! It was an absolute landslide, man. It was awesome to watch. 
It yeah. reminds me like of a funny car dragster in the air or something. Well, yeah, it does kind of look like a dragster a little bit. But we all know that the H King uh, Sky Sword 70 millimeter has been out for a while. But what they did is they took the 70 millimeter, upgraded everything, and made it a six cell EDF jet. So, I mean, this thing. I can't even imagine flying this thing on six cell. I couldn't it's imagine be, flying it because it's pink. Oh, I love the pink. <laughs> pink at that. So, oh, Lordy. what you'll have is you'll slice can, through this. Can you just put the yellow no, one? No, up, please? I refuse to put the yellow one up there. I love the pink. I'm going to shut off the TV then. No. You'll slice through the sky with this brilliantly colored sky sword. See that? Brilliantly colored, Mike. It's pink. It's beautiful. Uh, now built for six cell batteries for even more power. The streamlined looks and elegant lines show that this plane is built for speed. It comes with a 70 millimeter 12 plate EDF fan. The plug and fly version. All the hard work is done with the power plant already fitted and ready to go. Tricycle retracting undercarriage. All servos are completely installed and easy con uh, connect plugs for installing the wings. All decals have been fitted. Just fit the top of the T tail and install the receiver and battery and you're ready to go three bright led lights make for easy orientation when coming in for a smooth landing there are working flaps that help with takeoff and landings at the right speed extra air inlets for the battery hatch keep the battery temperature down for maximum flying time the nose comes off easy for safer transportation that's so you don't stab yourself in the eye <laughs> fantastic flyer with extreme performance and excellent agility to provide a graceful display in the air now runs on six cell for extreme performance, extreme speed, yet excellent maneuverability, high efficient 12 blade fan. I bet this thing sounds amazing on a six cell. I bet it is. Yep. Just, oh. Yeah. I've watched a few videos. The brothers are, so, uh, you know, they ran one and, you know, down a path and everything. And I'm uh, like, <laughs> I just, uh, there's just, I won't be able to fly anything like this till like May or June, which is really crazy. Mm hmm. It looks good, but and you know, six S thirty three hundreds. I have those. Yeah. You know, when you I think we talked about before, when you look at this plane though, it just doesn't look like it would fly. It just it pictures me as a regular lawn dart. Like you just throw it and the only thing it's gonna do is go straight. But <laughs> you don't throw it. It's got landing gear. <laughs> I know, I know, but it just But according to Steve, when we talked to him, he said it was a fantastic flyer. So, yeah. you know, I can't. I, I think it's lacking aerodynamics. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez. It's like a dart. <laughs> well, essentially it is. Yeah. The, uh, the other sad thing is every time I look at it, I just want to fly it into something to see if, <laughs> what it would do, you know, because it looks like a lawn dart, mm -hmm. like a big giant foam, foam block and just about like well, the pink one. That's what I would do with it is I'd set a ring up and just nose first and right <laughs> into the freaking ground. Just do what FPV camera on it, Mike, go uh, for it. Uh, or hit a swimming pool or something. I, I couldn't stand flying that yeah. thing. A donut, giant donut. Yeah. <laughs> or a ring, ring of fire or something. <laughs> ring of fire. <laughs> So it. it comes through and it's brown, right? Yeah. Singe it black for me, smoke or something. Oh, it's such a beautiful looking airplane. Oh, I just silly. love it. Absolutely love it. Go to the yellow for No, I, they don't sell yellow. <laughs> what? It's pink yep. only. No, in there was a voting poll. I saw because I voted. <laughs> At all. Uh, why, why, why ruin a plane like that? It's great. I love it. <laughs> 
So there you have it. That is the H King Sky Sword 70 millimeter six cell EDF jet. It's not very. <laughs> it's not very big either. 990 millimeter wingspan, 1300 millimeter. In length. It hurts my eyes to even look on. Oh Facebook. come on. Great. 80 amp ESC, nine gram. How could you have? How could you feel proud about flying that at the field? Really? I love it. I mean, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be ashamed. I'd be what? hiding in a shed. You got to be kidding me! <laughs> I'd be flying from my car if I flew it at all. Just because it's pink? Yes, that's horrific. I love it. I love it. You're silly. Oh, Just for you, I'm going to put on my pink shirt and helmet and sit in the studio. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> Right now in the USA uh, warehouse. It's kind of like a pink firearm to me. It's absolutely ridiculous. Who wants to get killed by a pink gun? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's about as low as low. Oh, I love it. Oh, boy. Yeah, somebody says because chicks dig it. Well, they can fly it then. (laughs) Uh, 199 so two hundred bucks here uh, in the uh, USA warehouse, and it is in stock, Mike. Did you hear that? In stock. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> oh, you're terrible. Oh, Alex, uh, Alex, shady dark alley deal. I have a, I have a set of Legos. I'll trade you for a pink sky sword. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. It does fly on a 3,000 six-cell and 40C or greater LiPo battery, so that's a pretty yeah. gnarly battery. Yep. Yep. It needs a little bit of a punch to go, but, you know, that's, that's pretty well the going rate for, for, for an EDF these days. So, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a neat-looking plane, though. Right. All right. Uh, last thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, just because I, I've had some experience with them and they brought out some new ones, Andre, and I don't know if you have any of these or, or whatever, but Turn and G's been making a reactor charger for a while, and I've had two of them, and I've I've really liked them. They've performed excellent, and they brought out a couple new ones, and it is the Turn and G reactor. I know we don't talk much about chargers, but I thought since I had some experience with this and, and really liked mm-hmm. it. Uh, they brought out a times two 120 watt, 240 watt balance AC DC charger. And that's the other thing I like about it is it's not just DC. You don't have to have a power pack or anything like that. You just pull it out of the box, plug it right in the wall and you're ready to go. Yeah. I, I do all my charging here at the house anyway. So, um, so if you're interested in, you know, we've been talking about that's something I need to invest in on a good charger, you know, a lot of this stuff is going to six cell, whether you're getting into the EDF jets or you're getting into the bigger planes. You know, a lot of the motion planes uh, are running on six cell. It's just like four, six yeah, cell that's... is the new four cell, right, Andre? How many planes do you uh, have now that run on six cell? <laughs> I don't want to know, but that was the pain that I hit as soon as I went to six S. I realized I only had one charger that could handle it, mm-hmm. and yet you're looking at a new charger. You're looking at the power supply with the with enough power to put through. So something like this is beautiful in the sense that it's just you know it like you said you plug it into the wall. Yes, and you don't have to worry about That's it. Awesome. You know. Yep. Yep. And it's a heavy duty charger. What's the specs on? How That's how, what I'm going to read I mean, right the inches now. Inches and dimensions. Even. Well, I'll read the voltage stuff so the input voltage obviously is uh ac or dc so you can manually switch it over if you want to run it dc that's great 
uh, charging power is two times 120 watts. Discharge power is two times uh, 20 watts. The charging current, which this is good. Two times 10 watts. I'm sorry, two times 10. Yep, my bad. uh, Is 0.1 to 12 amps. So wow. you can charge a big battery. Which I think mine only goes up to five right exactly. now. So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So when you got yeah. a big so battery a six pack. A, and yeah. those ones on six, like the like some of the smaller uh, chargers I have, same deal. They won't even do, they'll do like maybe an amp on a big cell. So yes. I think when I, in my 6,000, it, it laughed at me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'll yeah. Come back next week. Okay. I'll be done. Right. Right. Um, balance in a, to 500 milliamp a cell, one, obviously one to six cell. If you do NICAD or uh, batteries or anything, one to 15, which who runs that stuff anymore? I don't know. Oh, no. Uh, big, it, big, uh, yeah. No, I mean, this is a big disappointment. It has what? two times XT60 charge leads. I need the Deans. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go uh, ahead with your. Sex. Oh, save us all. That's a, that's a that's a deal breaker for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, <laughs> the other. I don't cool, know what to do with you, Mike. I, uh, <laughs> I know you. You. We're just. You're out, buddy. We're gonna put you sorry. downstairs with the dogs in jail or something. I mean, you're. This is terrible. No right, pink planes. Yeah. Um. The cool thing about this charger also, it has a 10 profile battery data memory. So like if you charge a lot of the same batteries, you can put that in the memory and you plug them right in, hit that, and boom, you're all set to go. Cool. Um, and you get the charger manual, two XT60 charge leads, uh, two XH adapters for balancing, and one power cable. So it is ready to go. That's a good deal, man. Yeah, and it's only $128. So technically, you're really getting two chargers in one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good find. I, I, I'm surprised you. Hi- I'm glad you highlighted. Yeah, that. I just thought I'd mention because, like I say, I got two of them sitting over here. There's one, and this one, the one I have, is actually a uh, 200 watt 20 amp charger. So that baby, you know, you throw a six cell in there, you know, like a five thousand six cell, just fine. Oh baby. Uh, so yeah, those are some of the new chargers out. Oh, that'd be so much nicer than carrot lugging all my, you know, I don't know if you saw my box with my <laughs> computer supply and then you had this. Oh, yeah, 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 right. I, I got it. This is all in one package, which I desperately need Yeah, for convenience factor. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because when I stepped into the 6S, that was the first thing I kind of, and even when I was at Chris's place last year in May, I was having issues with my power supplies and all this. It's like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I, I still... Part of me still likes to have, you know, that separate component. That way, if something goes down, it's yeah. not the whole thing. But, right, right. you know, these things these things tend to be pretty darn bulletproof, I'm finding, because my, uh, my Atom chargers have been fine. So I just went the other way where I picked up three $80 ones and then, you know, mm-hmm. set up my power supplies. So mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah. Uh, so there you have it, the new reactor uh, charge thing. Um, be interesting to, to see uh, – Maybe next time, the interesting thing is when we had Ian on, uh, he used to be in charge of the, I don't know what, the mm-hmm. battery department and marketing mm-hmm. for the Hobby King batteries and graphenes and all that to see if maybe he can give us any insight to see if they're working on any kind of new battery technology or smart batteries. I wonder if this is the way the future is going down the road, you know, with Horizons uh, already announced their smart batteries and yeah. smart chargers and yeah. everything, if this is something down the road that 
we're definitely going to – I really kind of hope so. I mean, like, we've had the discussion before. I'm horrible with my batteries. It would be so nice to them to just, you know, self-discharge, go right into storage. And I think I got four or five packs here now that <laughs> I charged up a while ago, was going to fly, never did, and they're probably still sitting there. So uh, I'm terrible. Alex says Deans are better than EC3s, Mike. There you go. Somebody's on your side. Um. What else? Anything else? Uh, if anybody has anything they want to talk about, like I said, this is probably going to be a little short show uh, today because we're gonna we're gonna throw in the uh, Ian uh, interview. Are we, we did. having sound issues? I mean, I'm reading a lot of. What? I hope we're not having sound issues. Why? Somebody saying. Oh, saying the Facebook. Uh, just just yeah. Facebook. I see. Oh yeah, it's yeah, probably it's just, just Facebook. Facebook. If something happens, just refresh. <laughs> yeah. It's not us. No. All right. Yeah, everything looks good on our end. So. Um, the only one with Dean's only comes in pink. <laughs> I don't Frank. Oh, jeez. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention or talk about, Andre? Uh, really, the only other thing we saw from the industry, it was a little quiet this week, was like, uh, it looks like Hangar 9, or sorry, Top Flight has been putting out a bunch of stuff on the Horizon site. So, you know, if you're uh, if you're not a foam guy and you, you want some gas or stuff, Top Flight has got a bunch of new releases, but they're all sitting in the 500 to $900 range for an airplane. So that's pretty crazy, and that's before retracts and kits and everything. So, But Ooh. you get everything from a P-51 to a zero. I mean, there's a, there's a giant... Hellcat, and then there's the the P40 uh, Warhog, and uh, the Razorback P47. So, oh yeah, zero. yep, I'm looking yeah. at them right now. Top flight, and these are all look like around fifth scale P51, yeah. 84.5 inch wingspan, five hundred dollars. Uh, I love the look of the Hellcat though, and we're talking, you know, fifty five to sixty cc, eighty six inch gas. So these things are massive. P forty seven, the P forty, they even have a zero in there. I don't know if I could ever go to that level. Oh, I, I know heart, I couldn't. My heart would be no. And here, here's the thing with these. We'll pull one up just for the the fun of it. These are you know uh, eight ninety nine. So you're getting just the plane, and then know, you got to go needed yeah. to complete uh, <laughs> a fifty five or sixty one cc two or four stroke gas engine. So there's probably four or five hundred dollars. Uh, obviously the 10 to 11 metal gear high torque servos. Those are probably about 20 or $25 a piece battery for the receiver in the engine, the Robart pneumatic or electric retracts. There's probably another couple hundred bucks so you're prop. Looking, I mean, oh, you're, you're looking, looking at almost two grand. Yes. Total to complete yeah. this, this model. Right. Right. And wow. Holy crap. Yeah. So uh, it's not cheap. Oh, and then it says here, I'm reading, it says cover it your way. These are ready to cover balsa and plywood construction planes, Andre. Mm. I didn't realize that. So you got to actually cover them too. Oh, no way. It's, it's, that's a product. That's uh, an and investment. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's. I don't have the patience. No. Nor the, the, nor the financial no, means for doing no, that. No, but there are a lot of people that uh There's a market for that. sure, yeah. yep. For sure. Uh, I'm just going to pull up the P-47 here real quick, take a quick look at it. So, yeah, if you want some giant planes, you know, and, and Top Flight's been around for years. They make good quality stuff, looks good. Uh, same thing. They're all about the same. 
price wise. I mean, they look they look fantastic and everything, but yeah, they I look mean, great all done up in the picture. You yeah, know? exactly. Mine would look nothing like that. Right. I have glue block globs yeah. everywhere and everything else. Yeah, it'd be all wrinkly. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, man. And you're probably looking at, I have no idea, Andre, wh- like hour-wise, what it takes for something like that. The rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for me, yeah, probably. Be. Right. Uh, um, yeah, so if you're into the big stuff, yeah, go check and it then, out. And then, you you know, you'd, you'd have your ailerons inverted. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Who did that? Uh, I can't even that remember. Was, Oh, was Pat. that Pat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seemed like every yeah, other plane then, he flew is the ailerons were inverted. <laughs> he did it twice. Yeah. Actually. Everything good. Yep. Everything's great. He just Checked looks for the, the movement. Yeah. Yep. Everything's good. And man, he's in here and he's hitting those guys practicing uh, football over there. I'm like, I Pilot Ryan did it to his brand new Corsair. I wouldn't even walk over with him. Those people were ticked. Uh, <laughs> oh, are you mean the... Uh, when they were practicing football oh, yeah, yeah. across the driveway and he crashed That's right. right next to him because yeah. the aliens yeah, were... But our, but, our, our, but our good friend there, Pilot Ryan, uh-huh. he did it to a brand new flight line uh, Corsair. You're kidding. They He's were got in, a video. And it's they, titled, they were you know, how, how to make a grown man cry. And he, yeah. he took oh. off and his ailerons were inverted and he rolled her right in. It's oh. recoverable, repairable damage, but it was still, you know, brand it's a, it's new. It's amazing. Even if, new, you, if your mind, if you realize that you can't, it's like you can't compensate. It's, it's, it's hard. too late, uh, too little uh, every yeah. time. So easy. And, you know, he's standing here going, that makes no sense. You know, and everybody does it once in their life, you yes. know, and they're flying. I did it twice to the same plane with the elevator. Oh. Almost did it the uh, uh, the flex jet because the way the, the way the control yeah. surfaces move, it's a, yep. it's a whole staff. Oh yeah, you know? so yeah, I was yeah. looking, and it's like that wow. would be a great yeah. challenge yeah. for people. Is like say, okay, one one of these things is reversed in your controls. You got to figure it out as soon as you launch <laughs> without looking at <laughs> checking your crap or nothing. You take off, throttle it's up, like and one of the sim. controls. You know, you get, that, you get the button on the flight sim for random failure. You know? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be a really good experiment. We're gonna take a plane. Is it We're my gonna flaps. Is yes. It my, is it my well, not flaps, but is it my elevator, yeah. my rudder, or right. my ailerons? You know, which one's gonna be reversed? When that I take would be off? great. Uh, <laughs> Here's a plane. The you did something to be, it, but we're not going to tell you what it is. Or have a yeah. button where you activate yes. it midair, so you at least launch. Yeah, moment, I guess you could probably do that with the trainer. Uh, yeah, you know, I bet you could. Yeah, do something goofy. You hit the button <laughs> yeah. on the trainer, and you're like, oh, I lost ailerons. What are, you know? Oh, that would be trying great. To, your mind trying to compensate for one control yeah. surface emergency moment. situation. Oh, what are you going to do? It's a good game to play with Mike. Yeah, yeah, it would be. No, not with Mike because he folds like a cheap lawn chair. Well, turn, I mean, my mixed coordinated turns was oh, kind of that true. way. That's true. I was dipping when I should have been right. right. We just could never figure out why you didn't want to turn left. Now we totally understand why you didn't that want to turn left. That takes a great pilot to compensate oh. for these types of errors, I'll tell you. Uh, I swear, I don't ne- I'll never forget it. Left, Mike. No, I don't want to turn left. No, no. Not inside. No. Uh, but actually, yeah, that would be a hilarious challenge, you know. And of course, you have to do a task, you know, like you have to fly a certain pattern. You yeah. got to get through a target, you know. Yeah. Got to get, you know. So it's like, you know, you you still have to deal with the problem and not crash <laughs> right. the plane. Yeah. Oh, uh, that would 
Hilarious. Oh, <laughs> that would have some laughs. That's oh, for, for sure. sure. I mean, You'd almost have to do it with cheap foamies or. Something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, no. it's never end totally. Well. Something totally. that we're yeah. when we crash it, we get ready. Yeah. Glue it back together and go. Okay, let's do it. Again. Yeah, next round. Yeah, next round. Oh, I mean, like, but when I did it with mine, yeah, it was it was which one of my scratch belt. But I remember my buddy. He was it was a big twin cargo. My first one. And I just repaired it after crashing and, you know, checking all the stuff. And he, he tosses it in the air. And I just proceeded to drill the thing into the ground, right? I'm like, oops. <laughs> I mean, oh, it was man. Oh, Reverse. Geez. This yeah. is told for and the, the crazy thing is when, when you're there and it's on and you, you think you're checking your crap or whatever, and you're yeah. looking at you, you're like, okay, we're good. Everything Everything's – Yeah. You just overlook it, you know? You're like, oh, it's my It's easy gosh. to do because oh, you just – you look for that movement without yeah. really thoroughly checking the direction yeah. of your control surface. Uh, yeah. And, or you just – yeah, you're just – you know, you're t- – uh, uh, I've learned that too. It's like after a certain time of night when I'm looking over the aircraft – Uh-huh. I don't even bother anymore because I'm like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to guess. I'm going to be looking at my ailerons from the wrong direction. Go, yeah, they're fine. You know, and, and yeah. it's always the run. Or right. even, like I said, the elevator. Rudder, who cares, right? Right. Yeah. And um, it, and I think it's always good if you got two people there because if it is a maiden and you're nervous and yeah. you, you're glancing, your mind's racing and you're like, okay, yeah, okay, everything's like good. Yeah, at that point. Right. Excitement Where somebody else can go, wait a minute, let me see those yeah. ailerons again. Like Finley did for me. He's like, Wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you take a, I told just fly it. It's good to go. Yes. How, <laughs> how, many, how many times did you fly that mic like that? How, At least three times. Yeah, that's like what this. I thought. Yeah. Just thought the plane was I just evil. Kept sending it up. Yeah, like, right. it's fine. Send it up. I can handle this. <laughs> My nerves are like, oh, God. Uh, I almost hit Chad's house. Yeah. <laughs> It was a neighbor's house. Yeah, that's right. It was across the street. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, Pat also did it with his Radiant, brand new Radiant, out of the box. Everything's good. I mean, it's a three-channel airplane. And I'm like, everything good, Pat? Yeah, everything's good. And I was setting up a plane. I just see this inverted Radiant going over my head like, I don't think he's That's meant good. to do that. You know? <laughs> Not good. He even landed it inverted. And oh, really? really? Yeah, it didn't really hurt anything. And I go, what yeah. happened? Uh, I think I had my, well, obviously it's a rudder, but I had my rudder uh, uh, you know, backwards. You flip oh, the controls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rudder yeah. in the elevator? Oh, yeah, something funny. was was flipped, but it was it was funny. Yeah, so, good stories. I tell you, you know, on on a flight, uh, on a maiden flight, uh, it, particularly if the aircraft is well, not sketchy, but it's just if I'm, I don't even play with the trims. I just say, okay, I'm going to trim this thing a little bit more after I land it. You know, get it up, yeah, okay, yeah. land, do my trims, and then take off again because I don't even want to move my fingers around on the I, sticks. I, I'm just I, holding I it on. You, a lot of times, I'll call Chris and I'm like, can you just hit the trims yeah. for me because I don't want to move my fingers from the sticks when you're when you're maidening things. I agree wholeheartedly on that. Yeah. <laughs> either trimming or trim after you land right because it's too if you land it's too much like i don't know why in your mind you're scared to take your fingers off those sticks you know, i know to do those i can't wait to get mike on a jet i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait <laughs> for, wait for what get mike on a jet chris come on well he, he flew the uh what did you fly the the uh I'm talking six S jet. Oh, six S jet? No, 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 no. I am more excited that if the uh, free fall guys come down and and they put him on, on one of their giant seven hundred heller, that to me well, would that's be more exciting. I'm talking about because my simulator. I don't think I'm practicing these helicopters right. You're gonna have to come to my house and make sure I'm flying like a true. Uh, okay. 
uh, what do they call it? collective pitch okay. properly yeah. on that simulator? Because I don't want to be learning the wrong things. Uh-huh. The, you said there's like a switch you can switch yep. once you get a bump, so I, that gives yep. you inverted control. Yeah, and stuff. but you know. Uh, you don't want like, any of that stuff no, yet, do you? You just want to fly a normal. No, house. I want to attempt these on simulator. Obviously. Oh, simulator, not, not yeah. real life. Yeah. It's like, and you know what? I keep referring to Phoenix. You're like, what's Phoenix? The simulator? I have it. Yeah, well, I have it. They're they're it's like, old. It's just like I tried to update updating models. It's, uh-huh. It doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, it's all gotcha. real flight. Now. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like. Because I wanted to, and I was, I wanted to update these new models and uh-huh. Phoenix. Says, I'm looking up Phoenix. And I'm like, it doesn't even exist. I'm way old school. I'm like, what the heck? My simulator is already outdated. I, which seems like already, but it's probably nine years ago. Yeah. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, it's funny. It's something that I haven't actually haven't done, and I and I just finished building up a PC, and I'm like, hmm, that's probably something on my checklist for next winter. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can just but sit down and with all your snow, days where, I think you need a good simulator out up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be actually kind of handy. It might actually be a, a good idea because I actually have a computer that's finally you know got enough oomph behind it that yeah. could handle something with a little Especially bit more modern graphics stuff. Now that you're getting into jets, it'd be it'd be worth messing with jets and heli jets yeah. and heli that would be good <laughs> heli, yeah. oh, it's an absolute must <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind you gotta get simulator time down yeah. with that i used to fly simulator all the time back that's where i really got pretty good with 3d i used to do be able to do just pretty good 3d at one that's time. what i'm doing a little bit with my simulators trying to yeah. learn some of the 3d stuff again too and and i'll tell you it really that's where it kind of stepped up my game for flying normal planes. When you get in a bad situation or you think you lose orientation or whatever that it yeah. before you had to think about, it was automatic with your thumbs to, to you to know, self, right? Yeah. Whatever. Right, right, right. So it's interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else, anything else, anybody, anybody on Facebook live, you had anything we wanted to mention or talk about? Here's your time. Uh, otherwise, we're uh, we're gonna cut the show up here a little bit short and get out of here, and uh, we'll uh, stick the Ian podcast on here. I'll tie it all together and get that out there for you guys. So, yeah, um, it's a good, actually that was a really good show. It was kind of neat to talk to him, get some of his perspective, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll keep moving forward and uh, and uh, seeing where where we go. I mean, <laughs> I am looking forward to no snow. Yeah, I agree. Um. Okay, two, real quick, we got to mention a few things. Uh, of course, our sponsors. Um, thanks, everybody, for the helping us out on Patreon. We got a few people kind of signed up again, so I, I'm going to keep plugging that along. Like I said, whether it's $1, how many, $5. How many participants do you think we have in Patreon? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I, never I looked a while ago, but I'd have to look it back up. I can't remember right Would off you the guess top of any, any of my, Are we hundreds, 20s? 50s? Millions. Just yeah, millions. Millions. is a good guess. We had millions, Mike. We, we have wouldn't have to go to work on Monday. Actually, oh, is it 76? Mike, we okay. have 76 awesome Patreons. Oh, that's Sweet. fantastic. That's good to hear. Patreon, yeah. So if you really like the show and you would like to go to the millions, Mike and I wouldn't have to go to work on Monday and we could do another podcast. (laughs) I would do podcasts continuously. Maybe buy him a couple helis. So if you really want to see Mike. There'd be plenty of content destruction. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If we didn't have to go to work. That's my biggest disappointment with helis is thinking about the repair parts. (laughs) Because it's inevitable. Right. Uh, what is Michael says? Simulator was the one thing that sent me home from the flying field with an empty trash bag. Oh, that's <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you know, 
Of course, right. then you just start having fun and landing on top of buildings, and you know that's what I did. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> take the three D plane and just try and try right. and park it on the side of the bill the barn. Yeah, yeah, or land somewhere where you shouldn't shouldn't be landing. Or what I used to do too is I'd get a plane and I change you know because you, you can change the weather characteristics, and I'd like really beef up yeah, the wind and crosswind and everything. Yeah. yeah, and see what the plane could take. And if there's I could a lot get of it, variables you oh, can yeah. tweak in a simulator to change your flying yeah. experience. Yeah, for sure. Yep. The only thing I, I never did like with the simulator is uh, even the, the Phoenix back in the day, like the one we, the old one, Mike had the Radiant on there. Is I try to go out and thermal fly, like get a ra- it just no didn't. simulated <laughs> thermals. No. On a, on it, well, a, you no, could no, simulate no, thermals, no. but it just like it just didn't happen. No, right. I was like, this is boring. I can't deal. You know, uh, <laughs> where's the out. vultures? Yeah, right. We <laughs> need to figure this out. Exactly. <laughs> and they even had the ver the variometer. You know, you could listen to. Oh, that it, I didn't have. I've never used a verometer uh, in my life, and I'm excited to maybe do that this this year. So yeah, it was. Oh, uh, that reminds me, I got to get that one back off of you to throw in my radian. Oh yeah. Uh, Mike Finley says Mike could fly all the pink sky swords he could handle with the millions of patrons. There you yeah. go. Let's <laughs> yeah, get yeah, our yeah. patrons up into the millions, and we will buy Mike every pink plane available, and then you can watch him <laughs> crash it. Uh, I bear up my stock on firecrackers. Yes. <laughs> we, we can buy a warehouse of firecrackers. Oh, dear. It's uh, funny. All right. Uh, last but not least, um, Get FPV has been behind us for o- almost a year now, wow. Andre. It is that I mean, crazy, eh? It, it is crazy. Uh, they have been fantastic to us. They are actually helping keep the show going. So please, please, please go check out GetFPV.com. Anything for your FPV and drone needs, they have. If you're looking for great batteries, go check them out. Their Luminear batteries are absolutely phenomenal. Daily deals on their uh, webpage, all kinds of stuff all the time. So just go check them out. Free shipping on most orders over $60. Same-day shipping. Everything usually in the U.S., if you order it that day, it's on your doorstep within a couple days. If you're an international listener, they now have DHL shipping, so you can now get your stuff overseas. And I've done a little bit of overseas shipping, and I'll tell you what, with DHL, sometimes... I can get it uh, through DHL just as fast as if I order something in the States. So a uh, pretty good deal. The best thing about it is you can use our discount code. Use RC After Hours and you get 8% off your entire order. And we have changed it up. You used to have to spend $100 and get 10% off. But we thought, what if you don't want to spend $100 or if you're just buying an antenna or something? Now you can spend $5 and get 8% off that order. So RC After Hours is a code, 8% off your entire order. And a couple new things they got going on that they wanted to mention. They are now doing a live stream every weekend. It's called Get FPV Catch-Up. Uh, see what they did there? Ketchup, K-E-T-C-H-A. All right, anyway. Uh, it's a live stream that they do every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. It's where they catch people up. Get it? Ketchup. Catch people up on news in the drone world over the last week, and it includes new products, uh, anything that's going on in the drone uh, community. So every Saturday at 1 p.m., that's 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And here's another cool thing. They actually do an exclusive code for a few hours at a deeper discount than normal on the site. And they do that uh, 
every week, every Saturday on the weekend. And what they're going to try to do is they're going to do it, try to do it in a different location uh, almost every weekend. So please go check out Get FPV Catch Up Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to go catch up on all the news in the drone world over the last week. That's pretty funny. That's that's pretty slick. So getfpv.com please go check them out and use our discount code rc after hours we thank those guys i mean they've been a tremendous help that's that's mega yeah mega and uh we're in the works hopefully to do another giveaway with get fpv so um uh we'll see what we can come up with like i said uh hit us up with something i'm gonna probably put something out on patreon too to see what you guys might like to see from get fpv and we'll see if we can't work something out and do another giveaway on that note, uh, I think that's about it. So, if- so we should mention. So, our next show, in theory, should be the thirty-first of March, which is pretty darn close to a very special date. You know what it is, Chris? Uh, no. <laughs> two, <laughs> year. two, lo- two years. Oh, two, two years. years for RC After Hours. Oh, two years. Oh, maybe we got to have a special guest in, Mike. Chad. We'll have to see what we do. Well, because yes. it would have been our, our first show would have been with David. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Our first show right. was David talking about it was the tank story. That's right. Oh the yeah, tanks. the tank. Remember the tank <laughs> video he did? Yep. I miss <laughs> David's videos. I wish he'd get back to yeah. making really good videos. Oh, I really miss. But those there we things. go, man. Two years already. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's nuts. <laughs> Uh, all right, folks, there you have it. Uh, please go check out RC After Hours. And if you like the show, go to patreon.com slash RC After Hours and uh, help us out. And we'll see what happens from there. Um, so here you go. We're going to end this show. And if you're listening, uh, coming up here is the Ian, or I'm sorry, Ian. There I go again. Ian, <laughs> even Ian I even got it wrote down <laughs> right here. Ian McGregor from Hobby <laughs> King. Uh, this will be the little interview to get to know Ian McGregor. So, and we'll talk to you here in another week or two. So that's it for the Can't show. Wait. Welcome, everybody. A special edition of RC After Hours back in the studio here. Uh, we got a special guest and doing a little special podcast for you guys. And I think it'll be fun, entertaining, uh, a little bit of knowledge, some more behind the scenes uh, stuff that we like to talk about here at RC After Hours. So let's not mess around. Let's jump right into it. Joining me in studio, as always, is Mike Coolins. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here. And, of course, up there in the Great White North, everybody's crazy Canadian, Andre the Tree Russo. Hey, how you doing? And our special guest brought to you by Get FPV. Go check out GetFPV.com. They're, they're bringing in our guest tonight, which is the one, the only, Ian McGregor from Hobby King. Welcome, Ian. Thank you for joining us uh, this evening. Hi, guys. Thanks how, for having me. How is it on the land down under? Hot? Hot. Oh, it's just starting to cool down, which is good. (laughs) (laughs) Define Uh, cool down. Lots of 40 degree days. It's Uh, just uh, glad to see the back of that now. Yes. (laughs) Uh, 
Ian, what we thought we'd do is we uh, there for a while. We were talking to Steve, uh, and I know you were on a couple podcasts, I think, with Steve. And then since he is no longer with Hobby King, we thought what better way to get you on the podcast, talk to you a little bit, um, see what you do or if your roles have changed or maybe what you're working on or just get the uh, the word out there and let people you know meet you and uh, talk with you a little bit. And hopefully down the road we can have you on the show more and uh, you know talk about some new products you got coming down the pike maybe later on and you know just so fill us in a little bit how you know how long have you been with hobby king how did i'm always interested to know how you guys got started you know with some of these big companies you know and and what you're doing now and just fill us in a little bit well i've been here for a really long time um i think i started back in 2011 wow 2011 2012 Mm -hmm. so um, I started off in customer service. Oh, wow. And they'd advertised a role for a online product specialist uh-huh. to, uh, to help customer service analyze you know, what was going on with an aircraft or what the problem was and try and help customers to troubleshoot those issues. And uh, I did that for a, for a few years, a bit of a part-time gig, which was, which was good. And then the Australian office opened, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought, if I can't get there, it's... And uh, luckily, I did. I did. So I got the job here as a category, and uh, I started out in the battery category first, mm-hmm. and then uh, an opening up in planes. So, uh, so I got quite a few categories to look after, actually: uh, planes, ESCs, motors, trains, harbor and accessories. Uh, it's quite a big category. A lot of SKUs. Uh, so I'm very busy, but I enjoy it. Uh, of course, what I like the most is uh, is planes. I really enjoy that. So, um, starting from a from a concept uh, right the way through to delivery, and uh, it's a big task. It takes longer than what most people would think. Yeah. But at the end, we hope it's a real product that people enjoy. Yeah. Now, now originally, did you have to go over to China for a while, or did you stay in Australia, or did you go to China and then back to Australia? I've been to China a couple of times now. Okay. But, uh, but but mostly here. So if I need to see a, a CNC sample or something, that'll get sent out to me, and we can we can take it up for a fly and, mm-hmm. and see what it does. Get mm-hmm. it back and forth between there and the factory until we eventually go to mold, and uh, we start doing some tests like that. That's pretty much how it goes. Gotcha. Um, now, before you got in with Hobby King, um, how much did you know about it? Was, it? Back then, it was I don't even think it was Hobby King. Was it Hextronic back then, or was it Hobby King? I can't even remember. It, it was Hobby King for me. Okay. Uh, I think it, mm, a little bit earlier that it might have been Hobby City, I think. Oh, yeah. And that, Hextronic before, before my time. Maybe? Okay. All right. Yeah, before my time. All right. So but, so did you, were, I'm assuming you were involved in the RC some, of some nature and, you know, and, and new Hobby King. You're like, man, that would be a great company to work. You know, <laughs> I'm just guessing here, but that, that's uh, usually That's a funny story. Oh, okay. Well, let's uh, hear it. Because... It, it, it wasn't actually my hobby. I had other hobbies. Uh, mm-hmm. I was into uh, steam trains and things like that. Oh wow! And um, so, which I, which I still am, of course. But mm-hmm. um, a mate of mine had said, "Look, I'm building this, Sean. I'm building this uh, this biplane. You've got to come and have a look. I, I'm, it's it's going to fly. It's it's going to be great." So. And he suggests, look, you should have a go. So the next day we went, got myself a glider, 
uh, smashed into the ground uh, that very same day, came back, started to rebuild it. Um, but just that brief moment of flight, and I was hooked. That was it. This was for me. Wow. So uh, I managed to add yet another hobby uh, to my list of uh, ever-growing hobbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, must, must to the uh, amusement of my wife, mm. who uh, just says I have way too many hobbies. But uh, that's how I got in. Um, someone uh, someone uh, suggested I do it and love it. So the crash didn't discourage you at all because usually, like, I remember me kind of, my, you know, went out 30 seconds later, I crashed. I was like, maybe this just isn't for me. Yeah, I think it was bad for me, too. I think I had the prop spin in the wrong way. And I was just like... <laughs> Just yeah. I mean, just I just might as well th- spiked it in the ground. Right. That's what I did and with my first plane. That's, and yeah. then I distanced myself mm, for, for exactly. about a year. And then oh, when wow. Ch- then Chad, uh-huh. Chad and I got in on it. Yeah. And thank God. I mean, there, there were so many things I did not know. I should not even attempt right. the first one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy moly. Right. So, but yeah, I had. It, it, I was away from it yeah. for a while. Yeah, me too. Me I, I, he had some successful flight, it sounded like, yeah. which gives you some encouragement, right. I guess, right. before the wreck. Yeah, so did you automatically like go right into to gliders then for a while, since that was your first plane, or do you were like point, the rest yeah. of us and go, ah, warbirds, I want a or fast a warbird <laughs> or a, a jet. jet. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. So it started with uh, – it started with, I think it was an electrosport, it was called. It had a, a plastic blow-molded fuse, so uh, you could really smack it into the ground without getting into too much trouble. And, uh-huh. and the wings weren't that expensive. It had a rear-facing prop, so it mm. made it nice and easy. So uh, that thing got really beaten up, and we'd make wings out of core flute and, and, and all sorts of stuff to uh, to get this thing going. Lots of experimentation. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then I figured, look, I haven't crashed this in five or six flights. Surely I'm ready for a spit. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love it. Everybody does this. Everybody does this. I'm good, man. I'm a pro. Bring me on. You know? Yes. He's like, yeah, of course. Exactly. So uh, at the time, um, I think it was the very first, and it was a 1,400-millimeter spit. Had a you know big branding of Durafly in the side of it, uh, and I bought this thing, and um, and and down we went, and we weren't even flying it. The only place where we could where we could fly was uh, some military land uh, near near sort of near near an airbase where they C one thirties would fly past. And we'll get to that later. C one thirties would fly past, and they drop out containers and things. So we were uh, flying in this place called the Drops, and. Um, it's usually full of four-wheel drive. So there's massive four-wheel drive ruts right oh, throughout yeah. this place. So you'd have to go around for a while and try and find somewhere flat where you'd be mm-hmm. able to take off. And, and if, if you were lucky, there'd been rain or something, you'd have sort of leveled off a patch. So taking off was sort of okay, but landing... Yeah, you didn't um, think about landing at the time, that's <laughs> hey, for right. sure. No, 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 no. And, and you know, at, at that stage in flight, landing wasn't that much of a problem. You were probably coming down for another reason anyway. Yeah. Um, so, so that Spitfire didn't last too long, um, and and it just got pulverized. But uh, I ended up rebuilding it and, and learning a lot about how to fix EPO foam and um, all the different techniques that people use, repainting, and uh, I think I even fiberglassed it at one point. Um, but it, it, it was a lost cause, so it it went and um, I had various aircraft all after that. Um, uh, even a uh, there was another another model that uh, that Hobby King sold. It was. Uh, 
like an extra 330 or something like that, all, all bolster. And if you can imagine, you know, one of those aircraft, they're, they're really streamlined and, you know, and I've gone and put these 100 mil wheels on this thing just so I can wear. I really wanted this this extra. Um, so I had to have it and I, I beefed up this landing gear and put uh, and put these ridiculous wheels on it. And it looked stupid, but at least we could fly where we were. So, yeah, that was that. Was that. Wow. That, <laughs> what a start, you know. Let's, let's jump right in. Let's get that Spitfire. So then after that, you know, continued on. With, what year roughly was this or what, when were you getting into uh, airplanes? Do you remember? Uh, uh, yeah, this would have been uh, sort of 2000 and – 2009, 2008, something wow. around that, I think. Wow. Okay. Yeah, 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 sounds about right. Right. So then, you know, so then you get into flying, you know, you got a couple years experience under your belt. And then how do you find the Hobby King ad or where do you, do you find it on their webpage or just the searching apply, around? Yeah. Job and stuff. yeah. How does that work out? Yeah, I think I was I was contacted at some point. So I was helping people out in uh, in their hobby king forum. Yep, ah. and uh, and doing that for helping people. And they're like, "Oh well, would you would you like to would you like to work for us?" I think originally the offer was, um, "Do you want to come to Hong Kong?" I'm like, "Well, you know, I can't do that. I have a family and a mm-hmm. mortgage and, and things like that." So so that didn't work out. But uh, yeah, that's how I got that gig. Um, so, uh, yeah, I did that for quite a few years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now my question to you is, uh, back then in around 2011 or or whatever, it's pretty well known that the customer service for Hobby King wasn't the best. So how, how did you handle that or what exactly were you doing? I mean, I would think at that point, uh, jumping into customer service would be a big task. Yeah. Especially the volume you're dealing with. Yeah. Right. Right. Things. Oh, the volume is unbelievable. Um, so normally, what would happen at that point is someone would would raise a ticket with, with customer service, and it might be a technical question. If it was yep. a technical question, then it would come across to one of us, and, and there were a couple of us that were doing it at that point. Um, and uh, those questions would be answered, and then pass customer service back to to deal with. Um, I, I know customer service gets a bad rap from from its past, mm-hmm. but. I think things significantly different um, from how they were back in the day. Oh, absolutely. You know, yes. Much like in a while to deal with an RMA or to deal with an issue. Um, but the way things are set up now, an RMA should be dealt with within a few hours. You should mm-hmm. be able to log a claim, come back in an hour or two, and you know, there's someone asking for more information or your claim will be processed and you know, money's in your account or new things on the way. So you know, I think those are the old days, and we're glad to see the back of that. Sure. Oh yeah, I mean, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, it was uh, wasn't the best back in the day, but it has definitely changed around. It's done a complete one eighty. I, I can agree with you. So okay, so you're going through the customer service, and then I, I take it you're just slowly looking for different things. You want to get out of there, maybe get behind the scenes of product development, or you said you were in the the battery department. So what what the heck do you do in that department? Well, the so one of the products that I released there was graphene. If you're a, mm-hmm. I'm sure yep. you probably remember graphene, still there. Yep. Um, so what I did there was the the marketing aspect and um, how many packs we'd take, what types of packs, and all those sorts of things. 
Um, I mean, you're looking at order quantities and you know what what products move really well and what products don't move re- really well. What things you might move around and replace it with something else. So that's what I did there. Planes is very similar mm-hmm. um, in that you're looking to bring in new planes that people want to fly and uh, looking for trends and that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, same same sort of concept. What's the largest cell count on a battery? <laughs> Just out of curiosity, today and back then, uh, I guess too. Uh, when you started, yeah, I, I've been a while since I've been in that category, but um, eight would be around the top, I think. Mm-hmm. What was it? Eight? Crazy eight, yeah. yeah. Eight. Uh, uh, and what is trends. it? That, that's current then. Uh, yeah, what, eight cells. Yeah. So, yeah, you probably get some tens if you want to pay a lot of money. But on the I'm you you struck a you struck a point there when you said uh, trends. Uh, that's got to be something that you absolutely just mm. must lose sleep over trying to figure out what that next little. Mm. You know, and we talk about it on our show all the time. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, is it the the the, the Bellylanders? Is the World War Ones? Jets are hot. You know, that yeah. must just drive you crazy trying to find just that little tweak, that little extra edge over your competitors. Yeah, it can be a little bit of everything. You've got to remember, there's there's so many people, yeah. and them have access to a to a landing strip or, or whatever and they've all got different interests some mm-hmm. people just want to fly wings right some people just want to fly jets yep. if it were up to me it would just put jet king and we'd be done with it, <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. and we'd only do eds uh. but uh, I, I can't just make planes for me um so i gotta make planes for everybody and, right. and I, I like those things I, I appreciate you know um everyone else's interests um I think probably people have, have said we haven't got enough balsa planes. Mm-hmm. So lots of balsa planes coming back. Um, and I think last year you would have seen the very first of the Kingcraft range. Yes. Yeah. Which was in yes. that pits. Yeah. And busy doing some more things there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there'll be something very soon. Cool. Something, something big, something pretty. Um, and that'll be soon. I know that's on the water. Um, now the community have told me that they don't want me to share with them <laughs> what I'm working for. <laughs> they're they're going to have to wait. I'm not going to tell them what it is. They're going to have to wait uh, and until, and then they'll get to see it. That's probably uh, so a smart move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so well, here, here's the thing you always think that something is very close to, to release. Yes. Uh, and then something happens, it takes a little bit longer on the water, it takes a little bit longer to get here. And what you think is eight weeks blows out to be three months. Right. <laughs> and, then, oh, and then someone says, you told us, you told us eight weeks ago it was going to be this. And you're like, well, you know, I, I, can't, I can't control all those things. So now we're just going to wait until we're almost there. Um, you might find out about it about two weeks before release. But, uh, but generally, probably yeah. on release there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we had some yeah. deep, long discussions with Steve about some of those issues <laughs> and what went on behind the scenes. And, it yeah, it's, I mean, like you said, you can't control it. And they're, It's not they're intentional te- by yeah, no means. No, it's no. supposed to be hobby and fun right. and things and like that. And they're telling but, you one thing and then, you know, behind the scenes, it's a, it's something else. So, yeah, I, I totally get it. And 
the thing a lot of people I don't know if they don't realize, but if you could go back four, five, six, seven years ago, it's happened to all the manufacturers. I know Horizon Hobby was in deep water long ago. They they had an issue with a couple planes that were supposed more than a couple, and you know they didn't get released. So it's not just Hobby King; it, it's everybody. And I think you know uh, over time you you learn your lessons a little bit on what to do and what not to do, and it's just a uh, something you learn. So it's so not that big a deal for me. It doesn't bother. I know a lot of people. It really really just eats at them and i tell everybody in think about this way you know if you think back six seven years ago you were just happy to when a plane come out because we didn't get the amount of planes and and all the different varieties we get now it was maybe you got two one or two three warbirds a year one sailplane or whatever and you were just pulling your teeth out you didn't care you know, as long as they got something out. Now it's almost where we're swamped. You have such a variation and a variety of everything. Like, I don't care if you tell me a plane and it's not going to be here for three months. I think it's great that these manufacturers, people like you, Ian, and, uh, you know, other developers that we talk to are, are bringing this, you know, to the forefront and talking about what they're working on and, you know, what went into it and when about it's going to be. A, that to me, I think is amazing. And we didn't have this. You know, six, seven, eight years ago, you were just sitting there every day on the computer typing in web addresses going up, oh, nothing yet, up, oh, nothing yet, you know, and you might maybe get a little sneak or a little snippet on a forum somewhere on RC groups or whatever, but nothing like we have today. Nothing. So I, I this is great to me, I think, personally. So, yeah, there's nothing better than sharing with the community what you've been working on. Sure. Because you've, you've probably been doing it for 15 months. You, you started out with, with a concept. You've gone through a, through a bit of flying. Uh, you, you've gone to mold. Uh, and, it, and it might take two months just for the mold. Yeah. To, to end up being machined. Um, it, it might have to go and, and be done again. But um, all this time that's taken, and eventually you have something that, that you're going to you know, show, show the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the best bit. That's, that's the most exciting bit. And uh, we probably get a little bit too excited in, in the past and, and have yes. announced things way early. So, sure. uh, so we won't we, we won't be doing that again. Right. Right. And, and you know, I totally get it. If you're working on something like you said and you get it to the mold and, and you, you've been putting your heart and soul into this, like you want the people to kind of know just a little bit what's going on, what you're working on. Because really by the time that plane gets on the water, gets to the warehouses and you announce it, you're already – that plane's long gone and you're working on something else and it's almost – yeah, almost I, dead at yeah, that point. Probably. You know, to you, to you, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, oh, there's there's lots of things being worked on while that's while that's going. Yes, exactly. Um, some of them come out much quicker, and some of them come out much much slower. Right. Um, and you know, there's no particular reason why. Uh, although I do enjoy a good conspiracy theory. Yes, and some, I love it. Some of the people I tell you, they really should become writers. They're really quite good at, at conspiracies. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know where they dream some of this stuff up. But it's it's really good uh, so that's and uh, I, you know I, I can't wait I've got there, there are quite a few things to release um, for us very 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 shortly mm-hmm. um, but I know we're on the water now so awesome I'm gonna you, you do know about the albatross so we're off yes, filming yes. Uh, Friday we're gonna go and film that so the launch date for that is not far away I can good. give you that tip Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, we're excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's funny because, 
you know, on the tease thing, you can't even tease a photo, even if it's white, you know, on a white phone plane, because right. people are so fast and so quick, you know, within yeah. 30 seconds of that post going out, oh, I know what plane that is, right? So you can't yeah. even, you can't even have that kind of fun with anybody anymore because the knowledge base and the speed of everything. But, you know, yeah. Right. So we'll, we'll see how it goes with, uh, with just releasing them just, just, and uh, you know, we've, yeah. we've listened and uh, <laughs> a lot of comments. I think the wait for the C-130 was maybe five months, and even that seemed a little little too long. But uh-huh. um, that's, that was such a complicated model and uh, such a complicated model. That was when – I, when I originally got the plane category, that was a model that I wanted to build. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a little bit of opposition to, to the C-130. Um, some people thought it, it might be a terrible seller or there'd be no interest. Right. Um, and I thought the opposite. And yes. I think I was right with that myself. Right. With that model. Uh, actually, on that, on that, is there like, do you guys like have a committee that you have to like, you know, or, or is it like you pitch to Toby, you know, who, who decides in the end, yay or nay on, on a model? Mm, good question. Um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> historically, um, historically, you, you could probably just just um, get, a, get a CNC sample or something and just just off the mold. Um, but now we have a little bit of a plane where uh, we might want to get involved, might uh, um, see what it is, learn a little bit about it, um, and bounce ideas off a few other people, mm-hmm. and um, and that's how we get to you know to, to what we're going to do. Um, Ian, I want to get your opinion now before you guys. Mm release the C-130 or even before we kind of had a little heads up that this was coming out, but we had a podcast before this and we've talked to numerous people about what would you guys like to see to come to fruition? You know, what kind of plane, what, you know, and everybody we talked to, whether it was in our small little group or the community or whatever said, man, it would be awesome to get some big military planes like a C-130 or some, you know, jetliners, commercial airlines. Everybody mentioned that. So it was, Blown away when um, we found out the C-130 was coming. Now, my question is, now that this plane's out, it's been out for a little while, it's in the hands of a lot of people, how is it selling, for one? And two, do you think this is enough of a game changer to where, because the reason I say this, we talked to numerous other developers that said they didn't want anything to do with, with a project similar to this because they just didn't think it would work, it wouldn't fly very well, this and that, and whatever. So... Do you think it's it's going to change the game a little bit and, and and make these other manufacturers look at the C one thirty and go hmm maybe maybe we should take another look at something like this and and we're going to see more planes uh, no, in the future no they definitely shouldn't take a look at it it's it's a terrible seller <laughs> and it's not worth their time they should just move on okay. just move right. on and, nothing to uh, see nothing we'll to see Right. Nothing yeah. to see here. I think Hobby King will take one for the team. We'll, we'll continue on this. Maybe a few other projects like it. But they need not apply. That's fine. That's funny. Yeah, that that I, I hate to say it. That C one thirty is still on my check bucket list to to, uh, to to get a hold of and fly this spring. But <laughs> the yeah. right work, I won't see a I won't see a, a grass strip until at least May. So. Yeah. I'm gonna wait, but uh, I think we're out now in, in most warehouses, so it's mm-hmm. due back. Um, yeah. 
Chinese New Year's finished, yep. so there's always a delay now uh, as factories get back up and get back into production. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're probably looking. Uh, I don't like giving dates because people can't hold <laughs> yes. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But eight-ish sort of weeks around there, maybe. Nice. Plenty of time. Actually, uh, I was enjoying, I watched the last update you guys did, and I was starting to enjoy seeing some of the different paint jobs and different country uh, uh, schemes that people are starting to apply to them. So that's yes. always a cool aspect. You, traditionally, you know, I don't think we're too used to seeing a lot of, you know, a Hobby King or Durafly aircraft get repainted. So this was kind of neat to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think. Something that uh, and I don't know anyone else that's that's done it, but we offered um, paint with the C one thirty as a spare part. Oh, nice! So, yes, uh, yes. Line. Uh, if you get a little ding, you can fix that ding up and paint it exactly uh, as it was. Um, so, depending on how that goes, we'll look at doing that with the rest of our range as well. Cool. Actually, speaking of the C-130, so do, do, do you have numbers that can say which are, if the military or the Fat Albert, which one was doing better? Because we had a bets on that last time on the last podcast. Oh, that's okay. right. So there was there was a little bit of banter in, in the office about which would be the most popular. And uh, I think uh, so, some of the guys consider me to be a bit of a Balbert. So if it's blue, um, then then I'll I'll always gravitate to a to a blue model. I just like blue, and uh, they all suspected that grey would have been the most popular. And uh, for once, and this has only happened once, I was right. Uh, <laughs> the blue angel was a more popular than the grey. So crazy. Uh, awesome. like, yeah. I'll, I'll take any win where I can. <laughs> and, and that's a win. All right. Awesome, awesome. No, I've, I've, in the the, the foul over. It's a very, it's a very striking scheme. So yeah, good it's, stuff. Yeah, and and I think personally, we've, we've not an easy, uh, not an easy model to paint like that either. Um, you know, yeah. another reason why things take so long is the, the model is done, but now you're going through paint, and you know, a sample might come and it might be a little bit. Need this fix, need this fix, need that fix, try again. Um, and that can go on for quite some time until it comes out just right. And we do that because we know how fussy people are with mm-hmm. the color scheme. It's not right. You know, there's a little decal in, in the wrong place. Um, people notice those things. Oh, yes. So we try and get them us right. Now, we don't always get it right. Um, and we're human just like everybody else. Yep. So we do try our best. And um, I think when people do find a problem, you know, um, we try and fix it in the in the in the next run, and um, you know, but we do our best. That's what. We do. Um, Ian, I wanted to jump back a little bit uh, when you were coming up through Hobby King. Uh, obviously, yes. you know, going from customer service into the batteries, and then eventually into the product development of of planes and stuff. I want to know when you first got in there, was it overwhelming or did, you know, did you have somebody really helping you or mentoring you <laughs> through that process you know, of exactly what to do, what to look for? Or, I mean, I don't even know the pro I mean, I know a little of the process of how a plane comes through, but I mean, how tough was it for you to, when you jumped, jumped into that department? Uh, it was a little tough. Um, before I started doing this, she did um, all of this when we was at Hobby King. And um, I might come out and do a little bit of flying with him and stuff like that, but he primarily handles uh, that side of that side of business. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it did most of the work with, with the factories. It wasn't until after she left that, that um, I got to do all those sort of things. And that was a, a learning curve for sure um, to pick up from there. And, um, but it's really interesting. I, I love that side of, love that side of the business. Um, there's nothing quite like it. Seeing a model come from a tree drawing to, to a, a CNC prototype to then going to the mold this, you know, I've done nothing like that before. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting to see that. I, I remember seeing the C-130 when it turned up. Uh, and even, even the 109, I remember looking at the 109 um, and thinking, wow, what a striking looking model. Uh, it was one that, that, um, that she'd been working on for quite some time. Yeah, the, the C130 turned up, and I remember looking at that, and uh, it was just painted with a with basic grey. But uh-huh. um, I remember sort of sitting there and looking at it and going, I cannot wait to pack this up into the car and take this out for a fly. I really want to take it out for a fly. And we did. We went out, um, uh, Steve and I, not long after that, the week after or something, just to get it out of our system. We wanted yeah. to go take that up for a, for a And, um, yeah, so it's things like that. It's, it's really quite enjoyable. Right. Um, I got another uh, – I don't know how much you can go into detail or how much you could tell us. A uh, good friend of ours, you may know him, David Vendensoul, everybody's favorite Swede. Uh, he was – uh, explaining some of the trials and tribulations uh, over in China when they went over there, uh, they have a maker's knife that uh, they've come. But out it sounds with. like he's in Hong Kong mainly, so he doesn't right, go through I'm, the customs that. But Dave what I'm probably was what I was ask wanted to ask him though, Mike, was what are some of the like obviously the language language barrier, but what are some issues like when you're uh, dealing with the factories issues that that uh, you run into with, you know, bringing a plane out, whether it be control, yeah, quality control or, you know, what, what are the issues you normally have to deal with? Okay. Well, it it, it can be lots. So if you think that how many parts go into a model Mm -hmm. from all different factories, so there's servo guy, the ESC guy, the motor guy, the wheel guy, the metal bending guy, the plastic Mm -hmm. molding guy, any one of those things, can go wrong. Yes. At the production, I'll send a QC guy there. The QC guy will have a look and he'll go through and he'll pick some off the production line. I'll have a look. If they find some problems, we, we rework it. They might do that later in the build as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before the models come out, they'll take a they'll, before they leave the factory, they'll take a selection of those models again and we'll check them all. Mm-hmm. And if they all come up good, then we... We go, we'll, we'll accept them, and they go off on their way to warehouses. If we find a problem, then the stock will be reworked. Mm-hmm. So when people say, I wish I'd be keeping more, more QC, I'm like, well, it's actually been through everything. Um, you can't. It's, it's impossible. And, you know, that, that's, that's why there are warranty on lots of products. You buy a fridge. I had a fridge that broke. Um, things are going to happen with, with products anyway. They, you know, yes. Someone makes them. There's going to be something that, that goes wrong. Absolutely. Um, and when, when they're building a model, they'll check all the servos. The servos move. Everything goes okay. By the time it gets to you, it's you know gone on a ship and it's gone here. There's been temperature movements and all sorts of things and whatever else. You, you might find a, a dicky servo at, at some point. That's mm-hmm. rare. Um, but when it does happen, we hope that customer service takes care of it quickly and efficiently. Um, but yeah, we, we can never ever rule out, um, issues with a model, you know, um, it's just, it just, it's impossible. 
there's just so many moving things that, that go on and so much out of, your, out of your control. But you try your best to stop it. Sure. That's how that works. Yeah, I mean, and I, we try to tell everybody, this is just a fun hobby. Yeah. What what you're getting, like just to see 130 for example, what you're getting looks-wise, the time, the effort that went into it, you know, the way it flies. It, I mean, $400 or $300, depending on where you're at in the world, I that's amazing for for a a giant you know huge C one thirty that we've been craving for for years. I mean, you can't really complain too much. I don't think for what what we're getting nowadays for the cost, whether it be a Warbird for one hundred and fifty or two hundred or a Glide or whatever. I mean, the price we're paying and what you're getting is just to me, it's amazing. So I honestly, if I get a plane here and there, a lot of times if a servo goes bad or whatever, I don't even like call up and complain i'm like i'll just put another yeah three dollar servo in it and let's go you know what i mean so i don't know you're always going to have those people out there though if they spend one dollar they expect to get their dollars worth you know there's no way around that but that's not really how we we kind of look at things uh you know unless you're really go ahead Sorry, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, that, that's how we'd like it to be. And if sure. we can aim for that, to have everything come out of the box and it just work as, as it should, sure. hey, that'll, that'll be absolutely perfect. We'd, we'd love to be able to do that. Um, yeah. But we're also realists and realize that, that you know it's probably never going to happen like that. We just right. try our best to stop it. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, that we had to laugh at David like, uh, you know, they were given instructions of how they were going to put these knives together in the language barrier and they were translating like, not you know it, it was pretty interesting too is he was telling us that the workers over there they really want to do a good job because you know they take pride in what they're doing and what they're building and they yeah. like that reputation sure. but plus they can advance yeah they can advance you know move up company right. for different things but he was telling us one little thing gets translated wrong and they were putting things together well after 200 down the line they realize oh wait this is wrong you know it was really nobody's fault it was just you know uh, trying to a language barrier or, or how it was described to do so i think sometimes people get the wrong idea over there that you know that these workers go in there they get paid very little they don't just throw the crap together and they don't care when that in reality is not what happens over there talking no that's that's not what happens right right Uh, that's that's not what happens and the you know the, the the factories that are that are assembling aircraft and that sort of stuff. They have a real love of the airplanes they make, mm-hmm. and they get excited too. So when we talk about something like the C one thirty, yeah, they're not making a pixel. They're making something that that really interests the engine, the factory owners, um, and you can see the excitement of mm-hmm. different aspects. Like that, they might take that model out to test fly it. Yeah, um, and and you can see how interested they are that model before you know you get you get it get sent to you they might take it out for a test flight um you know and you, there's there's genuine uh, genuine interest there so uh you know they can in our last in our last podcast i didn't know did you have any development role in the the buffalo f2a by any chance because we we had interest in that belly oh yeah we had a big belly discussion flight. about that the, belly yeah, the buffalo that was Project all Steve's. Um, okay. So when Steve was here, Steve focused mainly on Avios and Jurafly, mm-hmm. and that left me to and I and I'd get involved a little bit where I could because I like getting involved. Um, but I focus on H King and Kingcraft. Okay, Kingcraft. Okay. So all the all the you know and and we've had lots of uh, lots of H King models that have made their way through recently. 
Uh, and I like to think they're completely different from H King of Old, um, sort of trying to get on par with with Jurafly. You know, they're just um, reasonably well priced models. Uh, it might not be unique to us. Then you know, someone else might might have it as well. Um, but we, we've we've made some suggestions of what parts and that sort of stuff that goes into it. Yeah, yeah that, that was my primary focus there. What is one? And again, you can. Re- elaborate as much as you want or maybe this is something you're even working on i don't know i like to dig in but what is a model uh in that you would like to build yourself or see come you know through the factory and work and develop or whatever what is something you would really like to see or work on or develop? well <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you because it's sitting on my desk outside in a CNC form. Oh. And I, I'm, I'm trying to convince the playing committee to let me build it. Oh, gotcha. And uh, I, I, think, I think it's a very iconic aircraft, and I think there'd be a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, but these molds aren't cheap. They're right. super expensive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before someone lets you cut a mold, somebody wants to go, yes, you can, you can spend that much money. Um, on your own special interest project, essentially. Right. So, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, Since, you know, Ian, it it is just CNC. It hasn't been officially announced or anything. So I don't – I think you could just tell us, you know, what it is. If it comes down the road, it does, you know. I mean (laughs) – I I most certainly can't. I wouldn't wouldn't like – It's it's something he's proposing Uh, to get past. I I understand. Dang, I tried. You're really trying to – yeah. You know, no. Hey, Ian. Nobody listens to this show. Don't worry about yeah, it, buddy. Just, okay. just spill the bees. Nobody listens. <laughs> no, no, no chance. All no right. Chance. So I, I think it's interesting enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it certainly wouldn't be for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's certainly not for beginners. Um, and you'd need a runway for sure. But uh, don't so, believe it. At that. Nice. We nice. are any. So maybe, maybe I'm, Maybe I might send you a picture at some point. Well, you know, if we remember from the <laughs> beginning of the show, he already said he really likes jets. So keep <laughs> that in mind. All right. Yeah. All right. Do you, um, do you keep all the jet, all, all the planes that you've had a production hand in? Do you have a nice little collection going at home, driving your wife crazy? No. Um, so, yeah, I don't. Okay. So I've mastered flight. I've mastered flight. And I can fly. What I can't do is land. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But, and and so, some days I'm really good, and, and then some days just The video guy will always say, listen, if, are we going flying tomorrow? So, yeah, yeah. He's like, have you got two, maybe three models? <laughs> so he doesn't yeah. have a garage full of these it's planes because they don't it's, come back in one piece. <laughs> so uh, it, I, I, do ha- I do have one model of had for you and it's uh free wing venom and uh geez i love that model it's a yeah. really nice model uh, um and you can barely and, uh, i like flying <laughs> no 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 I, I can i can land that and and uh, i can land that really well but uh but, but sometimes i just have a shocker with a landing and, and that's the end of that <laughs> normally during video um you're usually doing a lot to the aircraft and you're trying to get really low 
And uh, the strip where we fly often has this tendency on a hot day to provide these pockets of, of air. So you might be coming down really low and then get too low. Oh, and then that, that's the end of that. And yeah. of course, it's not helpful because sometimes if I go with uh, with some of the colleagues here, there will be encouragement. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, with someone screaming out, you can go lower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you- oh, yes. I'll all for the camera too. Yeah, yeah. I remember there, photos that. of uh, I think it was the EF Extra, and you know Stuart, uh, I think was still at the with the company at the time. Was just sending me photos, and it was like, oh, there's one. Oh, there's another one. You guys were <laughs> yeah. like shredding them up that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I think there was there was footage of me the other week smashing that into a tree, and you would have yeah. heard the bang. Yeah, uh, that was the end. of so uh, you know, no, no, uh, no large collection. Uh, the, the collection, you know, ends up in a tree like that. Like, uh, I guess, like, like the rest of us, we're probably all really good flyers, and it's just that last little ten percent. <laughs> that one more time, right? <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. Uh, yeah. Besides, like the C one thirty, which is in everyone's scopes, obviously. But like, what would be your next favorite newer hobby king plane that you like? They prefer flying and stuff. That's fairly new, st- but well, uh, but but released <laughs> that we don't well, have to dig in. Then it's so it's something else that we've been working on for a while, um, and uh, and Steve was heavily involved in in this project. I can tell you that it's a ninety mil jet, mm. uh, and I'll leave it at that. And uh, <laughs> it's still. A little while. It's it's still in in production, but oh, it's uh, not released. I'm not okay. what it is. Um, I'm just going to tell you that it's it's be there shortly. Yes, we like Dude. jets. We like jets. Um, I guess on the H King line, so you would have had involvement with the um with with those pink ones, the yellow and pink ones. Yes. Yes. well i remember the 90 came out we were all like wow that is a big jet but then got really excited when that when when you started uh, when you guys started talking about the 70 Mm because that seemed to be just a little bit more accessible for a lot of uh, a lot of the flyers i know yeah well it's it's back uh uh here's a scoop for you then so today i'm going to launch the 6s version of that model wow Uh, nice so is that 6x 70 mil speed it okay. is 70 mil, 70 okay. mil 6x. So uh, just run a, uh, a 3,000 milliamp pack uh, in, in there. Uh, flight time's good. Performance is really good. Um, it's much quicker. Uh, it might already be up on the new items page if you're looking there. Uh, I activated that yesterday afternoon. So. Yeah, 6s. Yes. I can impale my chest really well oh, with yeah. that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a jousting event. <laughs> No, uh, it's not in there yet. She's not uploaded. It's not it, uploaded it, yet. It will be. Um, and it can withstand my landings. <laughs> nice. So that, that's that's always the benchmark that I like to try and achieve. If a model can take my landing, then then it's a benchmark. Wow. Well, I mean, that's yeah. Like uh, you could. I assume you want fairly good nose up on those on landing. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's just going to stick and go <laughs> <laughs> over the top. Well, I mean, you wouldn't need as much runway, you know. <laughs> yeah, just dart it yeah, in. Yeah, just dart it right in. Yeah. 
But uh, it's it's all those components. I mean, we, we've had some pretty really fascinating discussions over the last year talking with between everybody in the industry, and it's it's always it's always you know you 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 set a you look for that price mark on the model and decide, you know, and work from there. Okay. I can fit this set of gear onto it and so on. So it's gotta be fascinating looking at a model and saying, I could put, you know, X, oh, Y, and yeah. Z on it, but then we're not going to get that market that we're looking for. So yeah. you, you must have a, you, you probably have to work with a lot of constraints. You, you know, your variables already on your servos and a lot of the equipment that you already work with, but yeah. there's gotta be some pieces where you can tweak and play around with. There has to be a, a middle ground there somewhere. Yep. Um, so you, you know people want the best equipment, um, but it's a matter of trying to find somewhere. You don't want the, the worst um, equipment. Um, there's there's nothing worse than seeing a model come out that just is just played with, with faults. Um, so we absolutely try to avoid that. That's not what you want. Um, when, when testing, we'll go through all that. Uh, what we're looking for is what... What, what has did, did anything fail or is it likely to fail? And then we'll try and change those bits. Um, and it might be the way something's set up or where a server's positioned or you know, any of those types of things. Yeah, all that stuff's fun along the way. Mm-hmm. And you've got some. You've now I've got you know, like you said, you've been in you've been in the company now for well now it's only eight years, eight plus years. So you've got that experience, that design experience behind you as well, right? And then the company, obviously, you've got you know your go to for your sources. But yeah, I guess it's uh it's fun when you're looking at different models, or or do you kind of have that? I know what's gonna you know offhand from experience, sir. Okay, with X plane, X equipment's gonna work just fine. Yeah, sometimes you might transfer the power system from one to another. You know, it, you know, it's got plenty of power. Um, the one, the one that comes that comes to mind is the Albatross. Mm-hmm. Now, the Albatross has the same power system as the uh, Bushmill. Okay, oh, okay, nice. So four S reversible ESCs, tri blade. Yeah, lot well, lots of lots of power on four yeah. S too. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Now I know, and I've forgotten his name, so I apologise. But when we went to the Netherlands, uh, one of the guys there that flew the Albatross said, "It has too much power. <laughs> too much power." I've never heard anybody ever tell me that something has too much too, too much, much power. power. Yeah. Maybe maybe you just use the the throttle stick. <laughs> A little less. Right. Um, well, so that model will have. Plenty of power. You'll be able to get off the ground, uh, off the grass strip, or off off the water. No problem. Snow, <clears throat> off snow. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, gravel if you like. Uh, it's it's yeah. got stacks well, of power. It, that we we talk uh, we talked about like we were talking in the last podcast about the bush mule. I think we dropped oh, yeah. the flaps, drop the, the 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 door, and try and get it dirty enough to slow it down. But I mean, it would yeah. You know, when when you're going off on takeoff, I mean, you could yeah. put that thing into a nice climb right away, and you want that power yeah. on. And so this is going to be neat to see how the uh, how the albatross uh, comes out. I know we 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 were previewed to some really neat, amazing paint, but I do like it in that military st- style, the civilian versus the military paint scheme. Is that one going to come out in two paint schemes or just one? Uh, one one scheme. One okay. the military paint scheme, which still look gorgeous. So yeah, yeah. cool. It'll, it'll be the the, the rescue. Yeah. yeah. The Navy, U.S. Yeah. Navy rescue. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know an RCF paint job would look pretty stunning on that. So. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'll have to know, see about 
And for sure. We just had a big discussion on the last podcast with Mike. You know, he was complaining about uh, four cell. The plane's too fast. We're like, Mike, you don't just ha- throttle down. You just yeah. throttle down, yeah. buddy. Yeah. We don't have. I just to. jam this thing full <laughs> up. If it if it goes too fast, I'm go- I'm going to deal with the fast and <laughs> and wreck it into a wall. <laughs> yeah. That's all I am. Yes. My mind, I can't oh, see that far ahead fly. of the, where I'm flying, and I'm in the obstacles before I know because I don't know to throttle down. Yeah, that's my problem. <laughs> it's all all or nothing. I I always like on model to be overpowered. Um, and, and and the reason I do that is because when I'm coming in for a and I get myself into a terrible position, <laughs> yeah, I can just smash that throttle yes. down and get back up into the air really quickly. Yeah, there's more arguments so to have power than not. Overpowered. I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and it, you know, it's See, usually when I'm coming in for landing, I go full throttle and it's into the dirt, you know, and I just, <laughs> then I don't throttle kill and it's all ugly real quick. <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> Blades are flying. Uh, yeah. Um, I, go ahead. Or, or, or like you with the bush meal, the, the, the taxi. Full oh, throttle yeah, taxi. Full throttle that, taxi. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun, all right. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh man, that was unbelievable! Uh, yeah. Watching that go zipping across the yard <laughs> at eighty miles. An hour. Like, we tried catching, it. like know, no, no, it was out of that thing. Was how gone. it did not lift up? I, I have know. no clue. We got lucky. Oh my gosh! Uh, go ahead, Andre. You had a question? No, I was going to say yeah. A lot of people talk about scale flying, but yeah, I'm like you, Ian. I want to have that power on demand. So, uh, question wise, I mean. You've talked about, you know, you, you've said you fly great. You're not so sure about the landings. Have you ever written off, a, 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 you know, like a CNC model, like within like 10 seconds? Yes. <laughs> um, too, too, too many times. And then you have to go cap in hand back to the factory. You know, excuse me. I'm very sorry, but I've broken the CNC. I know they're very expensive. Can I have another one, please? <laughs> oh, man. And uh, that's that's what happens. Now, I'm not the first person to have done that. No. I'm not, uh, someone else that uh, that used to work here, and uh, I did ask the factory. So how, so how many did that unnamed person, you know, did they, did they crash a lot? Oh, all the time. All the time. <laughs> so uh, I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone when it comes to that, man. <laughs> oh, that's got to be so nerve wracking, though. Oh, like yeah. A, like it's something, a prototype like that, a CNC. Right, right. <sighs> well, you no. know what the worst bit is? You don't know. And I remember, it takes me back to the last time I was in China, I flew uh, another little jet. It'll come out in HK. And um, it flies great. Looks nice. It's a it's a sort of make believe type jet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not a not not scale jet. It's a borrowed a little bit off lots of things. And um, the, the CG is not known. So they <laughs> yeah. guesstimate where the CG is. And uh, I, I've taken this thing up and it's so, it was so nose heavy. And um, I remember saying to Steve, Steve, I, I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to bring this down. And, and Steve sort of said, yeah, you, you're all right, buddy. You, you've, you've got this. You've got this. Oh, it's, it's, it's fine. And uh, I'm trying to tell uh, I'm trying to tell someone else who's with me to tell tell the engineer in, in Chinese um, that it's it's nose heavy, and, and I can hear this this back and forth that's going on. And the engineer is saying, "No, no, it's not nose heavy." <clears throat> like tell, tell him it's nose heavy. It's <laughs> And so I've, I've, I've flipped it onto its back, <clears throat> and this model went down so fast, right down, and and I'm trying to to pull out, or, or do, and I can't. 
So I've sort of flipped it around and then and then come back out. And, and there wasn't much in it. It was like you know inches off off the ground. Oh. So we we land change uh, change the CG back and um, and then we, we go again and eventually got the, the got the, the CG right. But um, yeah, it's those sort of things. Really, really hairy. Uh, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. I can't imagine you really don't know something that no one's ever made. You know yeah, what I right. mean? Like, oh well, my god. Here, here's the question, Ian: When you get them CNC models, I mean, obviously, I would think you would have to push the limits a little bit to an extent to see if what this plane's going to do in certain situations and see if it's even going to be feasible to for the mold for that. Yeah. That next step to maybe even go for a mold. So yeah, sure. Sure. But, but, but the first step is just to get the CG there. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and, and there was a couple of times where a, a model has turned up and, and I've asked the factory or, or Steve, my last factory, um, have you, have you flown this yet? And the response is yes. Oh, and then you have a look at the model and you flip it over and you're like, there's not a grass stain or dirt. There's not even dirt on the tire. I don't, you know, I really don't believe this model has been flown anywhere. Right. And, uh, and sure enough, the, 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 the CG that, uh, that comes, it's a, you know, it's a, it's, it's close, but, um, uh, but not quite there. So yeah, that, that's really interesting to, to fly a model um, at, at CNC because there's there's no recommended throws. There's there's no CG. Wow. Yeah, you're starting um, from scratch. Nothing, literally <laughs> pressure. Yeah. Do the uh, do the CNC models fly different than a than a molded one? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Um, yes, and so there's a couple of things that they're, they're lighter. Okay, um, they're probably a little bit. Bit lighter, so I tend to put a bigger battery in to try and get a better feel for how that how that might go. Mm -hmm. The other thing that happens is um, the when you when you when the model comes out as an EPO, the EPO uh, the EPO foam is heavier, mm -hmm. so the back part of the tail tends to um, move move things around. So you know, if if the battery had to be all the way up to the nose, when you need to make that yeah. right, it's almost a giveaway, right? We need to do something now um, because that's going to be, you know, a lot. Um, uh, it's going to need a lot more nose weight once it goes to to EPO. So maybe that's try and make some changes then. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. fascinating. Yeah. Right. Okay. I could see that. Hmm. hmm. Uh, besides, uh, what were you were you talking well, about? Well, the venom or something? Is or, it, I don't. I'm ahead. not real familiar hmm. with C and C. Um, is that cutting plastic? Or no, no, the foam. Foam. CNC, the foam. CNC, the okay. foam. So before so they get They to would the never consider like a 3D printing of a new product, then, I'm guessing. Is that totally different? Yeah, if there, you there, want it in foam, there, then? There, there are three parts. So if, if, it's a, if it's a hand crowd, like a, um, I'm about to say handmade CNC, Steve might have a lot of that. If it was a, uh, a prop that was being molded just for that plane, that would come as a, as a 3D, 3D okay. printed. Yep. Um, that it'd be done that way, um, and if that prop, you know, it's, it's okay and it's got enough power and it, you know it's nice, nice and efficient, then you'll go to mold with that. But yeah, so there'll, there'll be a mix of um, styrofoam and um, a mix of styrofoam and and three D printed parts on a on a on a test aircraft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so real that, fragile. Like, yeah, yeah. The, a lot of times you can see them. They sure. might be pink or white. Generally, they're white, you know, foam. But um, yeah, you can you can find them on the internet. Uh, besides, I, I can't remember if you were talking about the Venom, but I was curious to know what's in your wheelhouses just to go out and have fun and just fly. If you're going to the yeah. field with your buddies or whatever, just, you know, what do you grab from the house to just go out and have a good time with? 
Yeah, I'll take the C130. Um, okay. Because that was always the model that, that I wanted. Uh, and depending on where I'm going, you know, I might just take a Bixler with me. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to stop in really quick and just have a chat to the guys down there or something, that's probably enough for me. But um, for me, I really like that that Venom. I'd, I'd probably take uh, probably take a Venom with me if I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, um, do you fly anything indoors? Just out of curiosity. No, not not my thing. Okay. But we might have something coming that you can fly indoors very soon. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, how about how about FPV? Ian, do you do any FPV? I know there for a while before uh, Stuart left. Boy, he uh, he got the FPV bug, and man, that's all he seemed like he wanted to do there for a little while. But uh, is, is that uh, hit you much or no? Not really for me. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan. Um, mm-hmm. I did it back back in the day. Lots. I had um, this EPP FPV. It was like a Giant. Yes, um, we we had like thing. we had four of those like at flight test. That was one of my favorite FPV planes. That thing was phenomenal. It was so big and so slow. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I used to get a half hour flight out of that. Yes, um, yes. So I could cruise around for half an hour. What was and I had a little bit of telemetry in there and that sort of stuff, and it would you know flash up on on the fat sharks. It was good, and. Um, it was boring for whoever the spotter was. It is right. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. Spotter, <Yeah. laughs> what's that? No. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> yeah, what, I what model? You don't remember the model? Yeah, it was an EPP FPV. Oh, Do you remember Ch- that big I think giant Chad thing? Had one yes. too. I know what you're talking. They about. They had like three or four of them. The like big, big nose, like, yeah. on it and stuff. And they would stick this yeah, humongous battery in I there. Had a, you know the motor was in the back, and they'd send that thing up, and they'd sit yeah. in chairs for like an hour and just cruise around. Yeah, We're like, I remember it now. Okay, guys, it's time to land now you know they were i mean it was crazy yeah that was one of my favorite favorite planes back in the day that's hilarious so you still have one or no 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 i oh. smashed that music oh. yeah. he, he, remember he doesn't land <laughs> fell asleep after half an hour the last flight that had i'd, I'd put in a flight controller and um when it was detecting that that the aircraft was losing altitude, it kept putting in elevator. Oh. <laughs> and I, 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 I can't work out what's going on because I'm, I'm just flying. And, I, you know, you can't really see how fast you're flying. Right. And then that was it. I, the, the, the thing just goes blurry. It's down and it's, it's, you know, it's had enough crashes at that point that it's, it's over. Right. So that right. was the end of that. It got retired. Now, guys, I'm also mindful of the time. I'm getting uh, someone wants this room, so I might have to end shortly. Yeah, no problem. Um, You know, we can wrap this thing up. Not a problem. Um, Any any last thoughts or anything, uh, you know, before we do let you go? What what you want to let, you know, some of the listeners know and and, uh, maybe what's going to go on or when do you think you can come back on the show with some new product releases, (laughs) you know, or anything? Maybe a couple weeks. Yeah, right, right. There's there's a there is a good number of releases very shortly over the next sort of I'm trying to release roughly five planes a week at the moment. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they might be balsa planes, yeah. H model or something like that. So this week you'll probably see another. There was another five last week, another five this week. We'll keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, some, there's some big things to come still. Um, things that you wouldn't sort of suspect uh, Hobby King to make. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to hear other people, I guess, saying C-130 was too hard for them. Those sort of things aren't too hard for us. So 
There'll be many more of those types of things. Has the connection dropped out? Yeah, it dropped out for a second there. It's having trouble crossing the ocean there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all from me, I think. Okay. All right. Well, Ian, we appreciate you coming on, just hanging out. Uh, uh, you know, Pleasure. And, yeah. Uh, anytime, you're welcome to come back on. Uh, we enjoyed your time um, with us, and uh, even after something releases, if you want to give us some yeah. insight on on things that have released, so there's no troubles there or whatever, that's yeah. fine too. Yeah, more than welcome. We always like to, to me. We always like to know what's involved in a proc that we can't physically see sometimes. Yep. Right, right. So. so, yeah, thanks again, Ian. We'll uh, hopefully be talking to you soon then. All right? Sounds great. All right, thanks, Thank buddy. Thank you very much. Take Thank care. Yep. See you guys. All right. All right, there you have it, Ian McGregor. That wasn't bad. That was uh, that was rather interesting. I think once he got on, loosened up a little yeah. bit, Andre, it wasn't too bad. Oh, huh? yeah. That was awesome. Just It's too bad the connection is so bad. We'll have to drop a note to Hobby King and say, hey, guys. Yeah, get these boys <laughs> get some, some internet. Uh, yeah, get, get some, some data. And uh, yeah. uh, we ran into that issue when Steve was in the office and Stuart there a couple times. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And I, I know they're in a new building, but mm -hmm. c'est la vie, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll let it go and figure it out. But hopefully, it turned out all right. That was kind of neat. That was really neat. Uh, I like uh, I like some of the, he's cautious, which is good about the mm -hmm. releases. I get that. I understand that. So yep. we'll have to see. Um, we'll have to see how it all goes. But uh, he gave us some good hints, so we're yeah. we're, we're in a good spot. So yeah, yep, I agree. All right. Well, I think that's it for this show. Uh, a little special edition. We'll get it out to you here shortly. Uh, thanks to Get FPV for this episode and bringing Ian McGregor from Hobby King on the show. Hope you enjoyed him. And uh, I'm sure he'll be back on. So go check out GetFPV.com. Use our RC After Hours code and get 8% off your entire order. Order an antenna. I don't care. <laughs> Order a one cell battery for $3. Order something. Just go to getfpv.com. Order something. Use our code. Get 8% off, and uh, they'll ship it out to you uh, that day, and it'll be on your doorstep in a couple days. So Awesome. That's it for us. We're out of here. We will be back shortly. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll talk to you soon. So, See you guys. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.